Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday, April the 26th, 2018. We're a little bit early in the live stream. And that's because Mr. Black is going to uh, soak up, take in, enjoy the movie of the decade. Mm. <laughs> He's going to go check out uh, Infinity War. Yeah. This evening, so we had to get a little early of a of a start on. No big deal. Uh, just a couple hours ahead of schedule to make sure that we didn't have uh, Jeff doing 400 miles an hour to the theater uh, to get there before literally everyone else is also there fighting for seats. And there might actually be some fist fights. So we're here early. How you doing today, Mister Black? Uh, not too bad. Uh, it was a busy day. Finally got all the tax stuff done and then the dog went and got groomed and mm. just been chilling, man. Just been, uh, I've been off the grid for three days. Literally haven't, I've been down in the basement for the first time in three days. Like I came down, the basement was like super cold. <laughs> I forgot where my light switch was. It's crazy. Um, I've just been trying to stay clear away from spoilers about, uh, you know, Infinity War. Of course, I just so. realized that I have the little mini Skype. I don't know why it opens this by default. You know what I mean? Like when you first start a Skype call, if it's a video call, and you click off screen, it brings up that little mini screen. Okay, mm. so for some reason it thought that because mm. I clicked off screen, obviously the place that I would see this little mini screen is directly over top of the main screen of Skype. So we've, we've have a U inside of a U right now. Nice. It's uh, a little bit of East Coast or West Coast. I almost said East Coast Customs. Like, oh, man, that's a different show. <laughs> that's a different show. Who would do East Coast Customs? West Coast was Exhibit. Who does Who does uh, East Coast Customs? Circa 2000 and like fucking whatever it was, 2003 or whatever the hell, 2005. I, I have no idea. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Maybe like Jay-Z or somebody. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I'm, try- I'm trying to think of like... Popular, but not like super mega star East Coast rappers. I'm I'm trying to think of like how many of those exist. Mm. (laughs) I feel like on the West, there's just so many more rappers that there's there is a much greater probability that you're just like, you know, you've made it, but you haven't really made it. And you might get yourself a little, you know, pimp my ride special on MTV. But on the East Mm. Coast, it's either you are somebody or you are nobody. That's about that's about it. I feel like Jay Z's Pimp My Ride would be the most boring fucking television show. It would be pretty boring. (laughs) It would be very what about like Kanye West, huh? I mean I mean that's topical. Yeah. That's topical. Kanye's back on Twitter, bro. Oh I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And uh he's 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 so graciously um uh, informing the masses, giving his giving his wisdom freely. He's not charging for it, just mm. freely giving these nice little these one sentence kind of like motivational poster ass shit on Twitter. And then he went and posted a picture of like boasting about how his "Make America Great Again" hat was signed. <laughs> and then immediately it was like, I, I love. I think the best part of that, other, other than the fact that he was dumb enough to do it in the first place, was that it was that he actually tweeted out about the fact that Kim hit him up and was like, "Babe, you need to fucking back up the fun bus on that shit before you get yourself in an, in an unforgivable situation." 
And uh, yeah, that that kind of that was a funny, a funny, a funny go. Especially funny because the first thing that came to mind was, and we talked about it on the podcast before, was the Hurricane Katrina. Uh, relief live show thing that oh, they yeah. did and George Bush does not like black people and now we're watching Kanye West boasting about having a signed hat by like demonstrably the most racist or whether he's a racist or not but the closest thing the closest if he isn't he's he's like <laughs> asymptotically in math he's he he's is. approaching he he's he approaching is. it as close in, in infinite infinitely close to the line of racist I am watching him boast about it online was just so funny. It was like the most ironic fucking thing I've possibly seen in, in years. But yeah, Kanye, welcome back to the world of social media. Um, it's beauty. Oh, yes. Sorry, I, I have it in sub-only mode. I don't know if Jeff has the chat up. I didn't even put, it, I didn't okay. put chat up. Okay, I'm well, I'm going even... to leave it anyway in case, in case I get yeah. hit by it. Because yeah. I, I don't want to accidentally by proxy... I don't want yeah. you to like look into my glasses and catch like three words off of my screen and then we're yeah. fucked. I don't trust I don't trust the internet. I just don't trust yeah, exactly. the internet. So, I've been seeing family all week, so um it's been <laughs> I've been busy regardless, but I've been seeing more family because of Age of Ultron or Age of Ultron, uh, Infinity War. Mm. Um just because I'm like I'm not going on the fucking internet. Like I haven't been on Twitter. <laughs> I haven't been, I've been seeing Kanye's tweets and that's really about it. Like I haven't, I just been shutting the world off because I just refuse. I have just been waiting too long for this. So Kanye, what a guy, the internet, what an absolute hero. Uh, my week's been going pretty well. Uh, since the last podcast, my better half has returned to the city. Uh, the border security agent didn't give her any shit this time. Cause last time they only gave her three months this time. They didn't say anything, which means she's here for six before we have to pay the government of Canada more money to send paperwork in to see if she can stay longer. Uh, but uh, that so that was a, a relief. We've been uh, catching up on the shows that I didn't watch while she was gone that we would normally watch. Uh, this just in, The Walking Dead, still a shit TV program, in case you were wondering. No, uh, so Could have uh, guessed. Don't, uh, don't think it changed. Uh... Probably, okay, so top 10 anime betrayal was the end of this last season. Just really bad. Like, if for most people, I'm not, not going to spoil it, so I'll just put it this way. If, if, you could, if you could cook up in your mind the worst possible ending that the writers of The Walking Dead could come up with for this season... Congratulations, you are a writer for The Walking Dead. You just came up with the fucking end of the season. You did it. <laughs> Good job. Get paid. Go go get a job with them. Make some make millions and millions of dollars because you are as good as they are. That was a hot hot mess to say uh the least. Other than that, new season of Terrace House hype. Finally get to watch the first two episodes last night of that. Still fire. Just want to throw that out there. Uh and then after that, um, I don't know what I don't know what else comes after that. I'm sure we have something else. I know there's a new season that's been slated uh, for uh, Queer Eye on Netflix. That's coming. I've been uh, watching eventually. Uh, Lost in Space. Kale and I started that. Yeah, we didn't we didn't start that yet. How what what do you, what is your initial impressions? Because I heard the first three episodes is is the is the make or break uh, of that shit. I I I want to I want to love it, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's um 
Because I've heard one, could, I've only heard good or bad. I've not heard people be like, eh, you know, it's not bad. People are either like, this yeah, is really good or fuck yeah, it. It's kind of, for me, it's kind of in the middle. It's like, it's got so much promise and the present, uh, the, um, this is the word I'm looking for. The, um, the premise is good. Mm. Um, and they do some cool stuff. Um, the main alien thing, uh, is well animated. Well, I don't even know. Like, it's like. It's weird, like, sometimes they use animation for him, but other times they just have an actual robot. But but when it's the okay. actual prop, okay. you can tell it's a prop because it doesn't move very much. It just kind of stands <laughs> still or just moves, like, very right. little bit. On a scale on a scale of, of uh, let's say, Jaws to, to Jurassic Park 2, where are we lying in the animatronics spectrum? Uh, it's probably better than both those. Oh, okay. All right. I just, because yeah, you see the way you were phrasing it, I was thinking yeah, in my I mind, mean, shit yeah. looked like it was like trying to do the robot I mean, or something. You some can shit. just tell, you can really tell when it's animated, like CG'd, and then when it's. So maybe know, they should have just chose one or the other and stuck with it so it wouldn't be so jarring. Like either do exactly. all animatronic or all CGI and just. Well, I think, I think the, I think. The reality is, is they just didn't have the budget for all CG. Right. And if it was all animatronic, they wouldn't be able to do much with it. Like we're talking the thing. It's a robot. Right. So like in real in real life, it, it's like, you know, <laughs> but when it's when there's an action sequence or whatever, you know, it's of course, it's run. Yeah, yeah okay. like it's right. you can tell like they kind of have to do it both because they just don't have the budget. That's the biggest thing. The budget hurts this show. Mm. Um, so budget, little, the scope the bad. scope was too big for for how much money they had to pull it off is what you're saying. Yeah, but it's still it's still watchable. It's okay. still watchable. We're like I think we're on episode four right now, four or five. Okay. So we're like almost halfway through. It's got it's got some cool parts, but I wouldn't rush out to to watch it. You don't need to binge it right now. No. Okay. No, That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. After after uh, we had talked about it uh, last week, I started seeing more and more people had watched it. And I was just seeing such divisive comments. It was crazy. It was just, you know, they either thought, you know, oh, yes, yes, yeah, really cool. Yeah. Or from or, the quality you know, of Netflix out there, this is just not this isn't something not you there. should prioritize. Mm. But it's it's a good it's a good watch. Like it has good stuff to it. But man, it can be cheesy. And it's just like the writing can be bad. It's just eh. anyway. Although that was going to be my follow up was was even though the budgetary you know constraints that they have there was the writing any good? But that's apparently not even anything nah, to write. The writing now. is okay. pretty. Writing is pretty whack. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, whack. You know what else is pretty whack? Loot boxes in video games, Mister Black. Mm. Loot boxes in video games are whack as hell. And you know who agrees with me? Belgium and the Netherlands, the home oh. of my better half. They have decided, Netherlands first, and then Belgium more recently, hopping on that train. You know, sister province pretty much, you know, give or take a, a few meters, which explains or describes pretty much all of Europe, to be honest with you. Uh, they've decided that uh, loot boxes are gambling, and therefore illegal as fuck for certain groups of people, of course. Uh, however, because it's video games, it makes it a bit difficult to just start, you know, uh, dancing around the age, age thing too much. So what they've decided is any loot box that you, uh, that is put in front of you to be, uh, to be purchased with real money instead of just in-game currency that you've earned, for example, which is a different thing, 
mm-hmm. but if if loot boxes are available to purchase with real money, but it's still gambling because at that point it's basically roulette, like we've talked about before. You're putting mm-hmm. real dollars in. You're pulling the one arm bandit. You're seeing you know how many times Blizzard's going to give you fourteen duplicates of it's things gambling. you already have. It's, right, it's gambling. So uh, they agree. And they said, fuck that shit. Get it out of our country. You know, comply or uh, face comply possible or <laughs> possible fines. This is no joke, bro. They're not fucking around. They're not pussyfooting the shit around. 800,000 euro, which is a few, Ooh. that's a few dollars. Ooh. That's well, that's over a million US, basically. Uh, and uh, plus a possible five years jail time. For developers that don't... Now, don't ask me how they decide which one serves the jail time, but uh, non-compliant... De- yeah, for non-compliant developers. However, they, they are not shying away from saying that it could also double if minors are involved. So if, uh, if, you're, if you're really pushing your luck and there was a case brought forward based on like a 13-year-old kid that spent like half of his you know, inheritance on uh, trying to get that one Reinhardt skin, like I've been trying to get for like the last 500 hours of Overwatch and never gotten a a fucking single one. You're in some shit. Upwards of possibly 2 million plus US dollars and 10 years in jail. That's that's strict. So, um, I don't know, I I didn't see, because I didn't look too far into it, but I don't know if, if, I don't think they have. I don't think we've had any releases yet from the companies that are going to be most affected by this that people would recognize. For example, FIFA 18, which we've also discussed here, is pretty much three quarters of EA's profit margin. Uh, And without it, their stock would plummet really fast. Uh, In fact, the company would probably fold. (laughs) So... So that's, that's, it's, it's only in a couple of countries right now, but if they're both on the European side, and like I said, everyone's touching elbows over there, I wouldn't be surprised if we started seeing other countries, you know, pop up and, and have similar, uh, ideas. So obviously FIFA 18, Overwatch is listed here, that's why I was using it as an example, and Counter-Strike, of course, which is like the crux of the entire, that's like the genesis. That's why, that's why it's here. That's why, that's <laughs> that's why, why this conversation is happening, is because a bunch of fuckboys had to, you know, push it to the limit, like that yeah. 80s song, and now here we are. Um, so yeah, that's happened, but I, we haven't heard any, uh, you know, any discussions from these companies as to uh, the response to this or how they're going to handle it. Um, I don't even know what the, this means. Like, uh, if for example, they just need to like, as far as regionality goes, like if they need to patch out things specific for region or how they're going to swing that, I'm, I, I, I'm not intelligent enough to know how that's going to happen. Uh, or maybe it just means that those games can flat out not be sold unless something is put in place. Um, so I don't know. I'm not sure how that's going to pan out. Uh, but it's there and starting and we shouldn't be surprised because as we've had the conversations in the past, this just seems to have been the way that it was going to go anyway. And I don't think many people are going to be upset. Like the average consumer is not going to be very upset about this. I think it just benefits everybody really. I mean, that's like not, not because, you know, gambling as a minor is bad to begin with. Yeah. I mean, if some, if an adult wants to go ahead and, wants to buy packs or loot crates or whatever, um, they should be able to do that. Who cares? Yeah. Like, you know, 
if they want to spend their money for it and they're intelligent enough to know what they're doing, yeah. um, then by all means, go ahead. Uh, unfortunately, um, there are a lot of miners that are doing this and probably the only way that they could do this is to just kind of shut it out completely unless they made some sort of an agreement, like some pop-up. But, it, you know, people are just going to click through that regardless. It doesn't really matter. It's like the Twitch pop-up where it's like, like how, do you, how do you prove they read it, right? Like, how, yeah, do, you, exactly. how do you prove well, you that shit? Well, you have to make, you only can press OK after you scroll through the whole <laughs> thing. You and know we I mean? and you and I have both encountered that in the past. And all you do yeah. is you fucking set it, forget it, like Ron, go yeah. away, come back, chicken's done, the fucking user agreement is at the bottom. But I think I think uh, you're not going to see any backlash from the players because ultimately they're going to have to figure it. So you're saying it's just it's just for money for packs, right? Yeah, it's it's only like loot boxes money. that that are that are provided for purchase with real money. Like they have nothing against yeah. in-game yeah, generated so, funds, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I I think the the easy loop around here is you buy credits and currency and then you spend said currency on loot crates. That's, that's the way around. Yeah, exactly. That's, what they're gonna, yeah, that's, that's literally a, yeah. what they're going to do. Yeah. And a lot of them already do it. Um, you know, there, there are some that you can just buy straight up packs or whatever, but what's going to happen is they're just going to say, okay, well for the Netherlands and whatever other place or whatever, if you guys want to buy, um, here you go. You're going to have to buy these in-game currencies and then you can go and purchase your loot crates or your packs or whatever via that currency. I feel like they're probably going to stymie that though. I don't think they're going to be so... They can't do do that though. Like they can't can't overextend that because you can use in-game currencies for tons of things, for skins, for online store. I mean, that would be pretty ridiculous. Um, It's just, that just wouldn't fly. That just wouldn't fly. I, I totally get the direct for well, money thing. Well, from a country's but. perspective, I mean, like if, if Belgium's Belgium's government decides to do it, I mean, who's going to stop them from doing it? If Belgium wanted to say, "Don't sell but, this in the country," who's what are the what are the constituents going to go and fucking riot in the streets because they can't because they can't do it? The only way that they that they get shut out, it's not like the the companies can sue them sue the belgian government for for no. uh, for for the shit so it's really up to the government how egregious they get with it sure um, but they're just that's just not going to happen and if it did yeah. then the the game companies are just going to say all right well sorry guys fuck you uh rest of the world have fun <laughs> that's yeah. that's that's yeah. quite they don't, then the people will have a reason to complain sure. right if 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 the belgium uh government goes hey you know what? You're not allowed to buy any in-game things at all on any game. Um, you're, you know, then you're going to hear gamers go, "What the fuck are you smoking?" Well, I that, think that's well, literally think, uh, what it would be. Okay, well, that's, I think I think the thing for what you're saying anyway, from a, from the company's perspective, would be, you know, if the uh, or or and from the government perspective would be, you know, we don't want um, loot boxes available for purchase with real money no matter how many fucking intermediary steps there are, like, for example, you're saying the, the, the game-based currency, or let's say they were Xbox Live, um, you know, uh, yeah. points that you used to use, right? Or, yeah. or whatever. It's all ridiculous. This they, they're not going to do that. So if that's the case, then all, all it is is the, the, the government's just going to say, well, just fucking turn off buying it with the, buying the loot boxes with in-game points. You can buy skins all you want and everything else. But if it, if the only step is take real money, buy in-game currency, buy 
uh, buy loot boxes if the only thing there is just turn off buying the loot boxes with in-game money. But every yeah, it's uh, just it's a technicality. But the thing is, is that's just usually how things work. Uh, that that's it. I mean, sure, the government can say and do whatever the fuck they want. But, I mean, they're not China. Like you know what I mean? It's not some sort of dictatorship going. Hey, we're gonna censor the entire online gaming community into buying whatever because that's just retarded that's just retarded the game the game companies will go um all right well then sorry guys we're not going to be allowing you you guys to make online purchases because like you said i mean there's there's workarounds for everything i mean how else are they gonna how else are games gonna sell loot crates or packs or anything like that do you have to just earn everything through through play. Well, what would well, I mean, in this in this case right now as it stands, I don't think it really Im- I mean, uh, the Netherlands and Belgium aren't such enormous no, markets that, that it's yeah. going to yeah. sh- if it did go that route, it's not going to suddenly shift the tides of the video game industry, but the no. but if more countries come on over time, then it becomes more of a problem for companies, certainly. And and then it depends on of course how closely all of these countries track in terms of the how strict they are with the rule set that they're applying to to loot yeah, boxes. Yeah, it's a lot of ifs. It's, there's a, there's, there's, a, there's so a lot. Many, of, well, there's a, there's a lot of shit going on. But what? I, but the, at the end of the day, I think that um, I, I think that all that all that would happen is that companies end up just finding other ways to monetize their shit. I mean, companies are always going to find other ways of monetizing their shit anyway, because that's just how they operate. Everyone's always looking for ways of maximizing uh, how much money they can draw out of the user for a single software purchase or or hardware purchase. It's just kind of the way it goes. I don't think that it's out of the realm of possibility uh, that uh, more governments over time take this stance on it, because the the only two options are if the government's goal is to reduce or 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 eliminate to a much well reduce or eliminate miners gambling we'll say right the only the uh, your your two options are are put up a blockade on that shit uh uh that affects everyone to a degree or you have to come up with some sort of really fucking good system that allows people uh for checks and balances that allow uh, the game companies to verify the actual age of the person on the other end of the of the device. Those are your only two options, right? When you walk into a casino, it's a lot easier for for the staff of the casino to uh, look at your your ID and look at you yeah, but, and, and make a judgment also, call. Then there's also online gambling, right? So so those countries would just literally have to get rid of everything. It's just not going to happen. It just won't happen. I mean, kudos to the two countries that are trying <laughs> to put things into place, but there is actually a 0% chance, I'll go 0.01% chance, okay. that there will be more countries coming on and slapping down the heat stick so that nobody can use in-game currency to buy crates or real money to buy crates. There's a 0.01%. It's a cute thing, and hypothetically, we can have the conversation all day. It's just never going to fly, Ever. Ever. I think I think I think there's a, a better than 001 percent chance. I think it 0.01%. happens over. I think it happens over a longer period of time, uh, for sure. But I think uh, I think that there's a, uh, a a good chance that certain markets take it more seriously than perhaps they would over here. 
but uh, you know, while while there is always a get around for everything, that doesn't stop governments from putting hurdles in people's places. You know, to, in very front of people specific governments to do very it. Very specific, and the ones that do are usually. Oh, I just mean it's, in general. It's a, like if it's the a little tiny like I just, I just mean in general. Sand. Like for example, yeah. up until the up until the, the this whole legalization of marijuana thing, I mean they just they the government knows that they can make it illegal to carry however much that they they want to do it. They know that that's not going to stop people from being able to do it or doing it, right? But that still the idea is to put hurdles in people's way. So what I'm saying is that just because it's not going to stop people. Uh, in its entirety, especially in a place like the internet, where it's very difficult to be able to control uh, the general population short of being fucking China, and even China's having a hard time keeping people inside of the f- Great Firewall, um, it's still something that, that governments will do, if only to... Uh, was it placate or placate? I can never remember. It's hard to see or soft see. Anyway, the, the, the voting parents... To make them feel comfortable, like that, there's shit, there's shit yeah. governments but will but, do but just for also, that. We're also just talking about video games, and we're talking about yeah, but you know, yeah, online but, purchases uh, within a video game. This yeah, isn't something talking, that governments just. This isn't something that just you know is sitting at the table of world problems where they go, okay, you know, well, hey, every time, uh, well, I mean, for for I mean, most to be fair, most of our lives growing up, every time there was a a, a shooting or or a, or a fucking problem, the first thing that that politicians jumped on was to blame video games. Shit, they're still fucking doing it now. There are some yeah. career politicians yeah, you're with their entire. Bro. All right, let's move on. You're stretching. It's not going to happen. You're stretching. <laughs> that's it's not a long, stretch. That's reality. It's like their okay. entire, their entire people's entire political career is based on uh, on on trying to to pin down to video games for yeah. for problems. Uh, yeah. Nintendo is get, finally gets their new CEO. So they had like a an interim CEO for uh, a while after uh, Iwata passed away, not uh, a huge time ago, but uh, getting on anyway. And uh, they've brought in uh, a younger guy than the. Interim uh, was uh, his name is Shantaro Furukawa, and he uh, is I think like forty two or forty three, which in the realm of CEOs of a company like Nintendo, pretty that's pretty young. Um, coincidentally, Iwata was also around that age when he took up the uh, the title back in the day, so it's not uh, completely out of the norm for uh, for Nintendo. But they're they're making a couple of moves uh, within the company for some younger uh, younger blood coming through, uh, and they've kind of the last couple of years, especially with the the launch of the of the Switch and and trying to wait on how well the Switch was going to do. Apparently, was uh, the uh, the the tipping point for when they were making this move to to shift the company to a younger set of people. Uh, I guess just to give the company a bigger cushion in case the young people fuck some shit up <laughs> and they did, you know, made some wrong choices or something, that there would be a, a bit of a cushion, but uh, that's happened. So he's stepping in. Um, this is a, a guy who's a, a bit of a broader skill set, perhaps, uh, than some of the other candidates. Most, I think most interesting is that he uh, worked abroad, I think it was in Germany, for 10 years. So he's fluent in English. So where Iwata was not even close to fluent in English, and every time there was a Nintendo Direct or there was a stage thing, yes, he was adorable, and everyone loved Iwata because he was a god. Um, 
probably was pretty difficult for Iwata when dealing with international companies selling Nintendo to other companies or dealing with them uh, to really lock stuff down because he couldn't speak English. <laughs> and he would have had to have relied on an interpreter, interpreter to do most of that for him. Whereas this guy, apparently fluent in English, and that's probably going to be uh, quite a big help. Uh, and I also just think that Nintendo definitely needed some younger blood in there. Shit was, shit was riding out. I mean, Awada was definitely responsible for a lot of, of uh, the crazy over-the-top experimentation type stuff Nintendo's been doing for uh, a long while now. Uh, and it's not to say that they, those things were bad, but uh, I feel like some some new blood should hopefully give them a bit more perspective on what might be better for their brand than just relying on what crazy shit can we do next? You know, like what moves? Because they like they they did well with the Switch, and they're really lucky that it's selling as well as it is. Um, uh, and and who? I mean, I guess I. I there's there's an element of of luck and there's an element of intelligence in the moves that that culminated in the switch and the switch's success to this point, but um, until recently, it's not like the switch had any fucking games to buy for it. So the fact that it sold as much as it did, I think is uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it it's is is impressive. But they they pulled it off and they also released at this time their financials. NDP group uh, put, uh, or MPD, ND, NDP, I mean, Canadian coming out of me, uh, put out the uh, financials and Nintendo basically beat all of the product, uh, pro, uh, projections for hardware and software sales up to this point for the Switch uh, in the calendar year of 2017. And uh, they expect to do some pretty ridiculously huge numbers between now and, uh, and next year. So, uh, It'll be it'll be fun to see how they how they tra- how they transition out of probably using 3ds as anything. They're probably going to axe that shit in the next year. Excuse me, in its entirety. Um, and I think that uh, a lot of it's going to be be basically resting on the games that come out. But they do have some pretty big hitters coming now. Finally, and they've sold a lot of shit. Oh yeah, uh, like a lot. Uh, 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 of consoles and Zelda um, Breath of the Wild, which I've been playing, it's pretty good. Uh, sold the most of any Zelda game of all time. Uh, and then what else surprised? Uh, Splatoon sold like six point one or six point two million copies, which I think is indicative of the fact that for the majority of the time it was selling big, there was nothing on the fucking console. Because as good as Splatoon 2 is, it ain't that good. Uh, and, uh, and of course, Mario, uh, Mario Odyssey did very well uh, for them, too. Uh, now they just need to really, in my books, you know, I like the Switch. I think it's a, a clever console. It, it works well. I wish that they had waited one more Tegra chip. That's the, the processor that drives it. One more generation, so that when I was playing something that looks like Breath of the Wild, I didn't have frame drops every time I like walk through a village. Would have been really cool because it's not like these games are super graphically intensive or anything. Uh, and the online thing's just bad, just flat out shit. And I hope they they turn that around because they're going to start paying or getting people to pay for that towards what the next few months. They had put that off. It was supposed to be at the end of last year, 
and now they've delayed it. So that's coming up though, where they're going to start asking people to pay for their online service. And I'm telling you right now, nobody should be paying for that online service, period. Unless you are desperate to play with three people across the pond uh, with Mario Kart. Don't do it. Uh, also, as a side note, just because I know Jeff never has really too much to say about Nintendo, so I'll squeeze this in before we move on to the next, uh, the next bit of it. Uh, the Switch has been hacked. And not in the, not in the software way, but somebody's found a, a hardware hack on this bad boy. Uh, I believe it's shorting one of the, 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 the little, not circuits, but shorting one of the things on the, on the PCB. Uh, allowed, uh, allows now for custom apps... And uh, programs to be installed on the Switch, like Linux, for example, I believe has been uh, running now on the Switch. And of course, this would mean that people could go ahead and just turn the Switch into an epic retro handheld emulation machine. Um, Which is great because Nintendo has basically removed the ability to purchase most of their retro collection online to this point. There's not really much available and what is there is overpriced and uh and fucked with so lots of people are probably just going to want to have this as a as an option most interesting is that there's a possibility that it's not patchable by software which means anyone that has the current revision uh or the current model which is the first run anyway uh, of the switches pretty much everyone's good to go uh unless they come up with some newfangled way of of patching that out the uh, in the upcoming patch notes, it does seem like Nintendo is ramping up to produce a new revision of the Switch from a hardware perspective. Uh, so those ones will likely have this problem corrected. But for everyone else holding on to an original Switch, there's a possibility, not a guarantee, but there's a possibility uh, that you have a, a method of being able to turn that thing into a really valuable little piece of hardware, uh, to say the least. Because imagine, I mean, as as good as it is with that little that that screen being able to emulate like SNES games and shit, be pretty dope. That's pretty good. So yeah. if that's the case, and I'll end up buying another Switch and having that be my you might want to buy five, and then and, when uh, they when they get the either. new revision and everyone's like dying to get an, an OG Switch so that they can turn it into a, an emulation box, <sighs> price goes up without question. Um, oh, they got a really cool um, piece of hardware that you can plug into the Nintendo Switch. Um, it looks like a USB stick, and it allows you to use Xbox One and PS4 controllers for oh, the for the um, really the Switch. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it'd be a bit of a of a mind fuck. I can tell you, I can tell you that probably my the biggest struggle that I have because I'm not in I'm not. I don't play Nintendo games in the majority. And so, and when I'm using a controller, it's almost exclusively either a PS4 controller or an Xbox controller. When I go to play uh, Breath of the Wild or pretty much any Nintendo game, really at this point, uh, and I've got that Pro Controller, which I had to remortgage the house I don't own in order to buy, uh, they they, they still refuse to join the rest of modern gaming civilization in putting the A, B, X, Y in, in what the 360's configuration has been and has been like become the de facto fucking standard since the 360 controller came out. And so when the game says to me, press the A button, I'm smashing the B button. And when it says press the B button, I'm smashing the A button. 
and uh, and and same goes for X and Y, and it's such a pain in my ass because my brain just thinks about. It. I actually I have to stop and look at my controller sometimes, just to like I'm trying to like make the connection. Like I feel like I'm I feel like I'm an old man and I've been handed a controller by like a young child, and and you're like trying to play Mario and you have to look at the controller to jump, but when you look down, you get killed by a Goomba. When you look back <laughs> up, like you haven't jumped in time because you're like trying to see which button is A and which button is like that's me. Sometimes with this shit, and it kills me softly, and it kills me in the game. But yeah, I wish I wish they would just get up with the fucking program and get off that Super Nintendo button layout bullshit, uh, and just allow the rest of the world to be on it. But I, I'm sure that what that would mean is every Nintendo fan that that plays pretty much exclusively Nintendo would be livid as fuck. So maybe that's not the good idea. Um, here's an idea: How about console games start allowing you to change the fucking button layout? PC's been doing it for like 20 years. Why can't we just fucking get, get that same functionality? I don't know how. It can't be that difficult to put into a console. And that way, when uh, when I do get in there and I have an issue, I can just change the fucking buttons. Problem solved. How how crazy is that? Uh, Microsoft has an update as well for the Xbox. Uh, they just keep pumping out these these updates uh, for this, for this thing, 1440p is now going to be supported as a resolution, which means if you have a computer monitor, uh, and we, as we all know, the S and the X, but the X specifically does that up scale for certain games, 1440p now supported resolution. So that's pretty cool. And FreeSync, which is the open source version of G-Sync. Um, so if you have a 1440p FreeSync <laughs> monitor and you hook your Xbox up to it and you have low latency one. mode. <laughs> yeah. You're off to the races now. Uh, now you're now you're getting you're getting a lot more to your Xbox, uh, and that's for the S and the X. the 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 base model Xbox does not have that uh, that functionality. Um, Jeff, remember when Halo was good? Mm-hmm. I do. Feels like a long time ago, doesn't it? Yeah, like a lifetime a time. ago at this point. At this at point, least ten years <laughs> since Halo's been good. Yeah. Uh, what was the last Halo game that you that you really thought was good? Three. Okay. So great. Thank you for saying that. I was a little scared you were going to say two, and then my segue would have been absolute garbage. <laughs> but you hooked me up with the segue. So a- Halo Online is a is a uh, a mod of a version of Halo Three that was developed for Russia specifically. Okay, and it was uh, on the PC. <clears throat> And uh, so it was modded, and it uses uh, all the assets and whatnot, but it's basically an online-only mod, Halo 3 combat, with casual uh, cues, uh, as well as ranked cues, stats, the whole nine yards, okay? And it has a pretty big following. Like, I think even right now, despite what we're about to talk about, the, like, they average, like, sometimes eight, ten thousand people at a time, on this thing, which is pretty impressive for a, a community mod, uh, to say the least. Now, they've not had any issues with Microsoft up until this point. It's been around for a hot minute. But just recently, 343 Studios, who are the current holders of the, the, the Halo name, uh, decided that they were like, you know, we like it. But maybe we don't have this shit plastered everywhere, like on Twitch, 
and on YouTube, which probably had something to do with the fact that uh, every now and then, for solid chunks of time, Halo Online would have more viewers on Twitch and YouTube than actual Halo, which is probably a bit embarrassing uh, for a lot of people involved. Anyway, they bring this to Big Dad Microsoft. They say, all right, uh, hey guys, just we just want to let you know that this is happening. And pretty much immediately, Microsoft went out and started throwing DMCA hammers at everyone. Just fucking tossing hammers all over the place. Uh, Jericho, the Twitch streamer, who's a pretty big dude, got a 24-hour ban. Twitch just handing out bans. I was watching someone play it there the other day for about an hour or so. Yeah. playing it. So a bunch of people with no warning. They were just playing at the time. No warning. Just get fucked. So a bunch of people got nailed by that. Uh, 343 actually came out and apologized because they were like, they didn't actually think that that was going to be how it was going to be handled. They thought like a DMCA would be sent out and then it would just be like kind of on YouTube or it's the explanation is just, you know, stop. It's a cease and, a cease and desist. It's not like we yeah. need to crush you and your soul. It's a warning. It's, it's a, a warning. warning. It's a warning. Just it's stop a, what you're doing. Fire you it across the bow. We're not, we're not yeah. trying to take people out. So they apologized because they didn't <laughs> think that was what was going to be, uh, happening. But, uh, yeah, obviously the, the mod, uh, the creators of the mod uh, are a little bit uh, salty about it. They've had to take down the, the download links and stuff, but it's on the internet, so it's too late. It's already everywhere, and there's still thousands of people playing it. But it's interesting because uh, I can't remember which Xbox ex- uh, exec it was. I don't think it was Phil Spencer or anything like I can't remember. It might have been Major Nelson or some shit. Anyway, um, I don't think it was that long ago, but, it, uh, but there was discussions about how there was definitely uh, a... A, a want in the PC community for a Halo game. Not that that's shocking. If Halo was on, if you could play Halo 2 right now on your computer with, you know, the ability to have widescreen graphics and shit, like not, not fuck with too much, but if you just had Halo 2 with online, would you be into that shit? I'd play it a couple times. It's not something that I would grind out, but... It's definitely something I'd fuck with for sure. Yeah, um, you and 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 me and probably a lot of people would be down for that. Halo two, Halo three, Halo <laughs> one, shit, Halo mm-hmm. Halo anything. Just just Halo on the computer would probably make a lot of people excited. I'm just over Halo. Like honestly, well, like, that's, that's part of that's, that's, it. that's part like, of the problem for sure. I'm but just they're, fucking over Halo. Man. There's still just... a fair amount of people that aren't necessarily over over. Halo, well, no, but, but uh, a lot of people are. Yes, absolutely. A fuck ton are. Absolutely. But there was a statement made that they would be working specifically, or they would like to work, was uh, uh, or they were open to the possibility of working with the very mod makers of Halo Online. Uh, and so people are a bit confused about the messaging, because Microsoft in the past has been like totally okay with this whole thing. They knew about the project. They never did anything in the past. They mentioned, you know, out of the mouths of babes... They mentioned uh, talking about uh, how they might like to work with specifically these guys doing this mod in order to make this thing happen, to make the you know make the experience um, something that they already knew people were were into, and now all of a sudden out of the blue, just get fucked, everything's gone and whatnot. Which means people are both pa- you know pissed off, but also wondering: Does this mean that we have Halo coming to the PC soon? What do you think? Who cares? <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Halo is dead. Halo is dead. It's done. Mm. It's over. 
It's done. You can't even make a Halo Battle Royale. You're done. Oh, God. I almost threw up my mouth a little. Halo Battle Royale. It's just, uh. you know what it is? You know what? You know what it is? There's there's a pack of people out there that are diehard Halo fans, rightfully so, and they miss the old Halo because I think it's universally known that the last couple of Halos sucks balls. Like, yeah. just balls sack yeah. sucks. I think that is just... I'm objective when I say that. It's not even a subjective comment. It's just, it's objective. Your, your subjective opinion is that it's objectively bad. That's right. And <laughs> people, there's there's people that are just reminiscing about the old times. Yeah. And, um, you know, what, what happened is they were cool with it because there wasn't much talk about the game. It was like this own little corner. Those people are still like keeping the Halo brand alive for those hardcore enthusiasts so that when something new does come out, perhaps they haven't even completely fell off the the interest level for Halo. So it's this it's this nice little thing that Halo uh, Studios was okay with because it wasn't it wasn't disrupting what they have. Well now you see Summit playing this on Twitch for hours on hours pulling in 30,000 viewers. Other streamers are starting to stream it. Clips of this stuff is going on YouTube. People are shit-talking in every conceivable way in the comment section of these videos, in the Twitch chat, just like, this is so much better than the garbage they have now. Like, why, you know, these are the glory days. What the fuck, you know? And so I think that the guys over there go, holy shit, this is starting to get a little bit too big. It's starting to actually hurt our brand because we're not in control of it. If we don't, if, if listen, it's one thing if they're in control and they're doing this, then they're the saviors. They're bringing back what we love and we've listened to the fans and we're finally making the changes. We hear it loud and clear, but that's not the case. Somebody else had to do it. And now that it's, it's picking up traction, they had to put the fucking ax down you know, before things blew out of proportion. So, yeah, I mean, this probably does mean that, you know, they're going to try and release something under the actual studio and take, uh, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ownership of, of, of what it is. And, uh, and of course they're going to want to monetize it. They're going to want to make money off it in some way, shape or form. So, yeah. I think that's the only reason why. If these streamers weren't playing it, then none of this would have happened, right? Because And this all just happened in the last, like, week and a half, two weeks. Because I've been watching a little bit of Halo on Twitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, well, the, hey, the, the World Championship just happened here, what, last week, was it, I think? The, the World Championship happened. So there's been a lot of buzz around, you know, yeah. Halo yeah. Uh, on so Twitch. So that's, you know, they're just trying to... Uh, and they probably had no no intention whatsoever to to do this, right? Because they're 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 in their own fucking you know they're they're doing whatever the hell Halo. I haven't even been keeping up with Halo, so I don't even really know. But Halo's going to do whatever the hell Halo's going to do. And uh, well, now they're actually seeing some traction happen here on something that they're not in control of, and they want to they want to take control of it. And at the very least, if they can't control it, they want it dead now because it's it, it's actually going to cause a threat to what they're doing now, and if they're in the development of making another Halo game, and it's just another generic shit Halo game, people are going to go, this is bullshit, go fucking play the free shit online, it's way better, it's the Halo we love, it's the Halo, the actual Halo, and I you know, think, that's it. I, I think Halo needs a God of War moment. 
right? I, I think Halo just needs to to fuck well, you, off. Well, you know Halo's right? not going to fuck off. So I know it Halo's needs, not going to fuck so off, it, but it I needs, don't... Because people would say that about God of War, where it was played Yeah, but play, God of War always sold well. Yeah, yeah, but so did Halo. I mean, I bet you Halo outsold or sold as well as every God of War game, so it's, it's not like that's really a factor. I think it's just that the... Uh, it's just that it needs it needs a a true re. I mean, how many times have we seen games get quote unquote rebooted? Right now, rebooting something generally means that you're fucking wiping some shit clean and you're coming back fresh to death. You went out a geriatric fucking diabetic f- fat fuck and you came back looking like a supermodel, uh, fresh, so fresh, so clean. You did, you did it. You pull a Kanye on Twitter. All right, that's that's a reboot, but you you do this shit where it's like we're we're coming back and it's the same thing. It doesn't it doesn't mean anything. God of War is uh, took a, a, a series that sold well in the past, but had gotten stale as fuck. Because how many ways can you make a game with you know uh, uh, what are, what what, are the, what is it called uh, like the button pressing on screen? There's it's a term hack and for slash. it. No, 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 no. But like when the when the the buttons show up on screen uh, oh, and you have to um, in, in time the, the quick time quick time events. events. It's yeah. the it's the series that that in my opinion was the reason every other game ended up getting fucking quick time events was because God of War made quick time events cool originally, I and mean, it just kept doing quick time events. And and people you know eventually were like, yeah, this is good, but I don't really want this many quick excuse me quick time events anymore. So they do this God of War thing, they completely overhaul it, and apparently, I haven't played it, but I have not read a single from anyone, user or reviewer, anyone, say anything short of this is some fucking epic shit, probably game of the year. We've, we're only in April, we've already gotten, we already got game of the year, probably, out of, out of, uh, out of God of War. So yeah, I think Halo needs one of those moments. It needs a, we need to get out of the rut. We need to we need to stop with the you know jetpacks and unicorn bullshit that that Halo Four brought into the mix, uh, and and trying to like add too many things, band aid too many fucking uh, gimmicks and stuff to Halo to try and keep it up with all the other newfangled young people games, and try and do something fresh again, and maybe not make the campaign hot fucking garbage. Halo 1 and 2 and 3 had pretty damn good campaigns. Halo 1's campaign was phenomenal. Halo 2's is also pretty good. And then they just started getting really shit after that. Halo 4's not even worth playing. Halo 5, yeah. I don't even know. But I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. At this point, I, I don't think I don't think Halo's ever gonna get back to its to its glory days. I think there's the I think what it was is is it was right place, right time for Halo. It was almost like the first of its kind. It was like the 007 of the Xbox, and they created some good, a couple of good uh, sequels. It was another game that that, that showed that first-person shooters on a console was totally yeah. a viable thing, yeah. right? And now, and now there's just there's so many games out. There's so many shooters that just do it better than Halo. Um, that and people have just been burned by it so much that I'm sure they could win back some people. Absolutely, but. I, I don't think we're ever going to see Halo back at its form, but we're not going to see. It doesn't matter if it's a Halo 2 clone. doesn't matter if they come out with number five or six or whatever they're at now. 
and they just call it Halo, reimagined or reborn. And they go back to basics and they use the new consoles to make awesome 4K cutscenes and the story is phenomenal and it's a fucking orgasmic campaign. That will sell copies. It will if if you make an amazing campaign that's story driven, that is emotional, um, that that people can get behind, then yeah, that's going to sell copies. That's what happened with 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 uh, God of War. It's going to sell copies. But we're talking about, I think ultimately we're talking about multiplayer, and we're talking about the longevity of staying relevant. Because that's what it is. I mean, listen, I'm all down. I think Halo can make a phenomenal campaign with the, with the right uh, creators and, and the right voice actors and just the right vision. Hell yeah, I think they can make a better one than Halo 1 or Halo 2. Absolutely, especially with the technology we have today, the graphics, the just the things that we have now opposed to before. It's it's They could crush that. But where, where they lack is that fire, that magical uh, online multiplayer that I don't think they're ever going to... You can have a great story, and I'll, I'd even buy... Hey, if honestly, I'm out of Halo. I am out. But if, <laughs> if they came out and people were ranting and raving like they are for God of War, I would buy Halo. I'd say, you know what? Fuck it, man. What is it, 80 bucks? I'll play the campaign, and I'd buy it. And they'd they'd sell a shit ton of copies. I'd probably really enjoy it. Then I'd play online, and then I'd play it for an hour or two, and I'd be like, "This is not what I'm used. To. This is not old Halo. This is." And you know what? I don't even know if we want old Halo anymore. I think we've even gone. Well, past I don't think that. I don't think old Halo works. I just think uh, it's my it's my opinion anyway that Halo. And, and to be fair, again, I haven't I haven't played online Halo since I dabbled in four. Um, online yeah i just think that halo got halo's online just got too complicated yeah, it did there's too much there's too much too many different power-ups and too many different uh, yeah, and not complicated shit. in the in the in in the sense that it was too hard but just yeah. too much too much too many gimmicks it was like yeah. it was like going to a shitty like kid's birthday party and they hired Dude, the they fucking local clown yeah. and they had yeah. and the clown just keeps pulling like little shitty tricks out of his fucking bag yeah. hey, to, like try and entertain the kids uh, and the, and the kids are just it's it's in two now. It's one. Just go back to their cell phone and play. You know, yeah. Mario Run, right? Like, they, like that's that's what I feel like. Halo became is just for the online component anyway. It's just too complicated, too many, too much shit going on, or convoluted even. So, to the point, it just didn't feel like Halo. I think was the problem. Like you could have maybe labeled it something else, and I wouldn't maybe have cared so much. But Halo had a very distinct form of combat it, and feel it was basic it was it was just it was simple the simplicity of it there was the fact, weight like, to when you moved even and back shit then, and... just like they were like the first ones to bring out jeeps and shit like yeah. where you could just where you could drive around in vehicles and those little banshees and things you could just fly around like that you couldn't do that in multiplayer shooters before like when when halo first came out and they even made those things complicated and, and more and more <laughs> ridiculous weapons and vehicles. And they just try. It was like a Fast and the Furious movie. How much dumber can we make this? And sure, it, it works for campaigns like you, you put those extra things in the campaigns to make that fresh. But then they start throwing all that garbage that's in the campaign into multiplayer. It just doesn't. It doesn't work. It doesn't like, translate it, it, all that well. Yeah, it doesn't translate as well. Yeah, it's a good way of putting it. But anyway, yeah. we'll see what happens with Halo, you know. So there you go. Uh, yeah. I, I suspect that the this E3 we're going to get some 
serious Halo coverage. I think this E3 is going to be um, a lot of a lot of Halo, especially with the Xbox One X. We haven't really it's been a little dim on the Halo front, except for the World Championship that just went through. Uh, I suspect we're going to get some some noise. So that that's that's not too far out. We're only a couple months out from that. So uh, or a month and a couple weeks anyway. Uh, here's something else that uh, we haven't got a chance to talk about in a while, but I I saw this creep up in my in my feed. Final Fantasy VII the remake. Mm. Mm. Thing we've been waiting aeons and aeons for. It feel it feels like, and occasionally we'll get like a little piece of information come up, or like a screenshot will fucking get leaked, or you know they'll come out and they had that, that little uh, little sizzler reel of like gameplay thing not you know all that long ago although it was probably a while ago now and i'm just <clears throat> fucking time. it was a while ago yeah it was a while ago okay so apparently the company that they were that square enix was working in partnership with to try and make this whole project happen uh called cyber connect 2 which i guess means that at some point there's been a cyber connect 1 i don't know if they went bankrupt and they just <laughs> made cyber connect 2 or not i don't know but anyway uh apparently they have completely chopped them out of the picture and not use really anything out of the two years of their partnership uh, for the game. It's gone and they have to redo it all. So the setback on that is pretty real. Uh, and it might explain why we haven't heard a hell of a lot about the Final Fantasy VII remake for, for quite some time. And Makes a sense. lot of this information comes from somebody working directly on the art direction team. Uh, who also had some like choice words. If you, if you really get bored, there's a link there where he, he's talking about, this is in a Reddit thread, and he was talking about how uh, CyberConnect2 is basically one of the shittiest companies on the planet, and he, uh, which begs the question, why did Square Enix partner with the them in the first place? For something as, as important as the remake for Final Fantasy VII, right? Uh, so they, they've pretty much, they pretty much, uh, tossed all that out, which means Lord knows when we're going to see this remake happen. 2021. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Is that your guess oh, well. for, for, for episode, for episode one? So do you think we're going to get like, when, like <laughs> what's the release schedule? One. What's the release schedule for, for Final once Fantasy seven? Once a year. Once a year. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to wait until we're going to wait until we're like mid thirties. Yeah. Get the first one, and then by the time we're done playing we're the remake, we're 40. <laughs> yep. You know what, man? It's just such a gong show. I'm just like, at this That's point, so I wouldn't bad. be surprised if it just never happens, you know? That's my if thought, because I don't think canceled. it's going to happen. I think it's going to get canceled. Yeah. Too much money is going to get burned. Yeah. Um, you know, they're going to have to continue to... to they're going to have to have at least one or two games with some seriously long-term, you know, revenue streams to try and float whatever the fuck yeah. they're spending on this project. Now, they will make heaps of money if off it Final happens. Fantasy VII, if it happens. But, whew, we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, we'll wait, we'll wait and see if it actually uh, comes to pass. Mr. Black, hit me up with a little jingle for movies and TV. Movies and TV. Very nice. I like I like that you have like the weakest jazz hands in the world for that to go along with them. <laughs> uh, it's like the guy who's done like stage acts for fifty years. He's just tired of doing he the same even shit try anymore. Just he just comes out. It's like doctors <laughs> just getting ready to go into surgery. <laughs> just, just come on, hurry the fuck up. Let's go. 
Uh, let's see. Oh, first thing I have on my list here, the Venom trailer. I'm uh, I'm guessing you've seen the Venom trailer. Yeah. What were your thoughts on the Venom trailer? I didn't really like it. Ah, all right, but why? What about the Venom trailer did you not like? Um, I didn't like the CGI in it. I it 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 was pretty it I mean, listen, it's I I wanted I wanted to love it, but <laughs> I, I I don't I don't I don't think it's gonna be How far out is this movie from, from happening? I think it's in September, October. So that means the CGI could get Oh, it definitely way better. will get better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It, it it will. But that 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 was not a good cut of a trailer, in my opinion. Um I thought the first one was really great because they just teased Venom. Mm-hmm. Uh it was more of more all about um uh Hardy and I like that. There were parts of this trailer that I liked. I really liked um him kind of uh, fighting with this with with Venom, you know, the other side of him and and he was like, kind of like struggling to have control of his body and mm-hmm. um I really like that stuff, but I uh I just the CGI looks so bad, dude. It just took me out of it. Like it just looked like Tom Hardy um doing actions with his body. Yeah. Uh, in front of a green screen. Yeah. So they could, you know, make these things happen. Now, I'm sure it's going to look a lot better, but from I'm just judging from what I saw, it looked very, very, it, it felt very 90s. It felt like I was watching uh, a trailer for a 90s Spider-Man movie an or like early 2000s. Sorry. Yeah we'll, go, yeah, we'll go early 2000s. So we'll say like a 2002 Spider-Man where like the CGI, if it was back then, you'd be like, oh, that looks really cool. <laughs> but now you're just now if you go back and watch it, you're like, ah, I don't know. Yeah, that's not great. That's how that's how I felt about it. But Tom Hardy's going to crush it. I mean, that, you know, he, well, that he was, was, that was my takeaway from the trailer yeah. was that despite I agree, it was a bad cut. Like the trailer was cut terribly and yeah. uh, it, it looked like a cut for a B movie. It didn't actually look like a cut for a blockbuster whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, I didn't notice the CGI as much. I guess maybe I wasn't looking hard enough for it, but I also probably, you know, I understand if it's coming out in September, it's going to look a lot better by the time September yeah. comes. But yeah, maybe but. that means they shouldn't have revealed Venom yet. Maybe hold back on that bad boy. You know, I didn't actually mind when uh, when he we completely did that ch- changed thing? into Venom and his teeth. I found his teeth looked a whole lot like it, um, the new version of it. I don't know if you've seen that. No, the but clown. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It, everybody's so, I mean, just going fair, with those like that is everyone's Venom's going with teeth, those though. like crooked, jagged, uh, very uh, crammed teeth. Yeah, yeah. It, it just. I don't know, man. I mean, that is his teeth. He looked he he looked like Venom. Thank God. I mean, I think a lot of people were were concerned that they were gonna fuck with the you know original design of Venom a little too hard. But it looks well, like the thing they is the thing is is I'm not a Venom expert, but um from from what I from what I'm gathering is yeah that Venom looks a lot like uh like a, a specific type of comic uh version. He's of not Venom, using webs though is, from in the in the trailer. The thing, the thing is, is Venom actually never really looked like the Venom that we know until Venom met Spider-Man, and then yeah. and then Venom kind of mimicked, uh, mimicked what Spider his his look. Yeah. So people are thinking that there's Venom has had to have met, met. Spider-Man, or maybe Spider-Man is in this 
or something to, for him to have taken that shape because he would have never have looked the way he looks without meeting Spider-Man. Well, so, they've, they've been pulling this this whole, you know, the classic, we can neither confirm nor deny that Spider-Man is in this movie type shit. Yeah, well, um, we, we've seen, I, I, I'm pretty sure in the movie that you can see um, Carnage. I, I, yes, I'm, I'm yeah. almost 99% sure Carnage is in this movie. Yeah. Um, but for Spider-Man, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we'll we'll wait and wait and find out. But that was the thing I I, I that that crossed my mind too. Is it? And but it could have just been the trailer. Is I didn't see him use webs of any kind before or after the reveal of him looking like Spider Man. Um. So yeah, I don't. And I, and that could just be a design decision or something. I I have no idea. But uh, Tom Hardy's gonna smash it because he's yeah, Tom yeah. Hardy. Oh, of and, course. Uh, it's going to be, it's probably going to be okay. It's probably going to be a good movie because Tom yeah, Hardy will make it a good movie. It'll be good or yeah. it'll be awesome. I think that's it. I don't think it'll suck. Uh, do you, do you think that it will, uh, that it will do big, uh, big money yeah. despite the rating? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially if it's rated R. I don't even know. I don't, the movie doesn't even have a rating yet, but if they go real dark with it and if it's, I it's hope brutal, they go dark with it because it's Venom then, for God's sake. Yeah. And the movie does seem very dark. Like the color palette, everything is very dark. It's like they um, put they put the black like a black filter on the camera for everything type shit. Like when they graded yeah. the the movie, it looks like it's been yeah darkened like, up. Like everything, like even bright colors are dark. So you know, hopefully, hopefully we get a good, brutal, gruesome venom. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Uh, apparently, so we had talked about in the past how uh, there was a uh, in the talks Quentin Tarantino Star Trek project. Uh, so apparently there are two more Star Trek movies in step in like happening right now, uh, into in obviously various d- degrees of, of of not completion because it's not like they've started shooting, but you know what I mean. Uh, but it's During unclear. Production. Yeah, uh, it's unclear as to whether or not uh, Tarantino's is one of those two, uh, and if it is, the we people are trying to figure out what exactly is going to go down there because they thought that the writer for Tarantino's was going to be the, the guy that did uh, the writing for the Revenant, um, which that sounds dope to me. The writer from the Revenant, Quentin Tarantino and Star Trek in the same sentence sounds like I wasn't a huge fan of Revenant, but it wasn't because the writing, there wasn't even that much talking in the Revenant anyway. No, that's true. It, it, you know, it sounds professional, but it it sounds professional. Yeah. That's, I think that's the difference for me is it's, it is, it doesn't sound like it's like, yeah, yeah, it sounds like have, maybe a little more mature of a Star Trek yeah. than uh, than we've been we've been getting. Not, not, not like I've I've I really oh, like I've the Star them. Trek movies. Oh, yeah, absolutely, I think they're fun. Yeah, I, I know I agree. Fun. Um, you know, I, I'm a huge Quentin fan, so yeah. I think what's going to happen is is we're going to get a whole new version of Star Trek, and I'm going to fall in love with it, and then I'm going to hate the next one because Quentin's not going to do it. I think that's what's going to happen. We're going to get like a really amazing dialogue. Like we're gonna just fall in love with the characters, not just the action and the mm-hmm. the space adventures and stuff. I'm gonna fall in love with the characters, and it's gonna be some awesome long dialogue. Do you think it's gonna it, do well it, though, money wise? Because yeah, it's Star Trek. Well, well, I mean, well, I I, I only say Quentin that Tarantino. <laughs> I know, but I only, I only say that because the first two Star Trek you know, movies that you would call the the reboots, I guess, of the uh, of the whole thing, the one that you know, 2009, 2013, those two. Um, critically weren't taken particularly well, but in the box office did, did well. And then the last one, 
um, that was critically the best received was the lowest box office, um, you know, earner. So when I hear things like the you know Quentin Tarantino dialogue and a more mature I think Star that's Trek why. and things, I think that's why we're getting Quentin for this. Is, okay, is because. You know, it's it didn't it didn't track as much as the others, but also it's it's what the third installment in a in in the Star Trek reboot, and typically the the money that movies make go down over time, right? It's it's unless you're really upping it or or adding in some spice, kind of like you know Fast and the Furious when they threw in Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and that's when it went. You know, because it went and then it went and then it went. So yeah. they got to do something. I think having Quentin part of this, Quentin brings in a whole nother slew of of fandom um, and some legitimate. Like, I think I think um, and critically, this is going to bring the dialogue and the action um, because Quentin doesn't really make blockbusters. He doesn't make blockbuster movies where you throw popcorn in your face and and you just shut off kind of like a Transformers movie or even like Rampage that I saw or or even something like Deadpool or 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 Avengers, for example. Those are blockbusters and those are sure there. Sometimes you get blessed with some really great storytelling. It's rare, but sometimes it happens. But mainly you're going there for a good time for the action, for the the character heroes that you like. And that's the show. Quentin is almost the complete opposite. Quinn comes out, he does huge numbers, but it's it's never about crazy action. It's about the dialogue. It's about um, the depth of the characters and uh, and just this this level of um, sophistication of filmmaking that you just go and you appreciate film. That that's how I think of of Quentin. And I and I, as long as Quentin doesn't completely make it a Quentin show where where he wants to just be artsy fartsy because he's got this big audience that's going to watch. I mean, he always has big, but we're talking Star Trek here. So, mm. you know, the Trekkies are going to go in and watch. Um and 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 th- this has potential to, you know, be hundreds of millions of dollars. The movie's going to make hundreds of millions of dollars, right? Maybe even half a billion. And uh I just hope he doesn't he doesn't bore the casual moviegoers because um a lot of people that go to a Quentin movie, they go because it's Quentin. And so they, you know, you watch, um, uh, uh, hateful eight, which is not a, an action packed movie. Now mm. there's action in it, but it's very, it's very, uh, it, it, everything happens almost in one like bar. And, but it's the movie's like three hours. It's nothing but dialogue, but man, it is, it is amazing. It's like watching the best episode of game of Thrones, Via, minus the action. So just think of like the dialogue of an amazing Game of Thrones where you're sitting there, you're watching, um, you know, uh, Danny talk to Jon Snow for the first time. And you're just like, you know, <laughs> every, every word you're, you're listening to every word. You're like, oh, fuck. Did he just say that shit? Shit's going to get re- like that. But for three hours where, where it's you just you're on edge, but not for action. And uh, I hope he doesn't go that far. We just want a Quentin touch, but we still want the big blockbustery. And I'd be I'd be okay feel. with that. I think a, I think a fifty fifty blend of Tarantino and actiony stuff would work, if only because you know Star Trek. That was some of the complaints that people had with the two thousand nine two thousand thirteen 
Treks was that it was a little too actiony, which was which wasn't at all what Star Trek was really. That's not that's not what they Star tried Trek's to make a about. Star Wars movie. Yeah, Star, Star exactly. Trek tried to become Star Wars at the box office, yeah, right? Yeah. They, they, you know, with the 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 ships of fighting and you know the the cheesy villains and they tried they tried too much. They they just too much Star yeah. Wars, right? Yeah. And and Star Trek has always been about the characters, like for the TV show. Yep. Like nobody was watching Star Trek, you know, to 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 see what planet they were going on next. They they were they were watching because they fell in love with the captain. They fell in love with the sidekicks. They fell yep. in love with the story. And I think Quentin can really make that. It just sucks that it's only going to be like two two and a half hours. I think Quentin would make an amazing Star Trek series which would just be incredible. Um, but we'll see what he can do at the box office. I mean, it's Quentin, so it's not going to be shit by any means. I think it'll be better than the last one. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. And um, also, I, I uh, The Witcher. So The Witcher yes, finally right. got... Um, we talked about that at like maybe like six months ago or something. We talked about The Witcher uh, coming to I think Netflix. Yeah, yeah, it's um, Netflix. Yep. So um, originally they were going to do um, the a Netflix series, eight episodes. They finally announced that it's still it's in production and they're they're going along with it, but it's only going to be eight episodes. And the eight episodes, the reason why they're doing only eight is because there's absolutely no filler. Um, they, they, they said it's going to be action packed, story driven, and there is no, there's no slowing down. This is going to be one to binge. So everything is there for a reason, for purpose. And they want to make, uh, they've got a, a big budget for it apparently. And they're, I think they're going, they're going to try and game, game of Thrones it up. I think it's going to be, it's going to feel very, uh, um, I'm okay with that, but yeah, but I'm okay with that too. Like when everybody was like, "Oh, it's only eight, uh, eight episodes; it's short." But they're but they're reassuring people that these are every episode. There's there's it's things are going to progress. Yeah, and yeah. There's no there's none of this. You know, wasted it's, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes here, whatever. There. It's kind of funny this whole Netflix phenomenon and the and the and the series and stuff that Netflix will, has has helmed and whatnot. And you get these, you know, five eight. Uh, you know, twelve episode series, and that's the show. Uh, it's kind of funny. It, it, they're they're kind of taking almost a, an anime fucking approach to this shit, where where it's not a TV show, it's not a movie, an anime. A lot of a lot of anime falls in that that in between world, where where you'll have uh, shows that are thirteen or twenty two episodes long somewhere in that neighborhood, which is always the shows that I enjoyed watching the most. I was never really a huge fan of anime that went on for like fucking four hundred episodes or some shit. Cause I just felt like cause what happens is what you described, it's just filler. It's just endless fucking filler because you'd they'd be writing these shows alongside the manga and while they're waiting for that shit to happen, they're just like, How many forms of like tennis can we have the Dragon Ball Z characters, you know, go through? Or like, yeah. here's say a man. You're like, just stop, please, God, fuck, just no. Uh, so uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of interesting because now they're that kind of formula, uh, that formulaic in between purgatory of of movie and TV, uh, Netflix can capitalize on, and it allows yeah. you to spread a budget a little bit wider. It allows you to get more of that story in, and I really enjoy it because it it uh, uh, unless unless it's lazy writing. 
Uh, it does allow for more character development. It allows for for you know deeper, obviously deeper story uh, and and uh, uh, plot twists have a little bit more weight when something happens three episodes after you know what something happened before versus if you're in a movie. Yeah, you can get the the classic M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong twist, but it's a two and a half hour movie, so it's not quite as impactful as you know eight hours into a series or some shit and and, and making callbacks. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm enjoying it. And if they do eight episodes and they're telling me no filler and everything has no a filler. purpose, yeah. fire. Um, yeah. So my body I'm looking is forward ready. to it. I, th- I think it'll be, I think it'll be fun. I think I think it'll do do well. So absolutely. Uh, but yeah, and and then the only other thing right now is um, obviously the Avengers. I'm yeah. going tonight. You're going tonight. I do have one more thing in this list though. Oh okay. What do you got? John Wick, bro. Oh, John Wick three. Hmm. Official like sy- the official synopsis has been released. Mm. So now we have a, an actual idea. I'm, I'm going to read this. Read it up because I didn't this hear this. Synopsis. Where is it? Here we go. John Wick, Keanu Reeves, is on the run for two reasons. He's being hunted for a global $14 million open contract on his life and for breaking a central rule, taking a life in Continental Hotel or on Continental Hotel grounds. The victim was a member of the high table who ordered the open contract. John should have already been executed, except the Continental's manager, Winston, has given him a one-hour grace period before his excommunicado, membership revoked, banned from all services, and cut off from other members. John uses the service industry to stay alive as he fights and kills his way out of New York City. So apparently, three picks up within minutes of two. Uh, and, uh, the only thing that people are, are not, uh, are a little confused about is that the locations in which this movie has been shot, they've had Canadian locations. They've had shots apparently in Japan, if I'm not mistaken, after reading this. Um, but the way the, the synopsis makes it look like it entirely happens in New York, but that doesn't seem to be the case as far as the, where you know, the movie has been shot. So maybe, Hey, he probably Maybe, goes to Japan uh, eventually he gets out of uh, out of uh, New York or or, or something. Yeah. Uh, you I know, mean, filming in Canada is normal, right? Well, most, no, most yeah, well, yeah, that, yeah, in, you can filmed in Canada, Canada, even and, pretend and the states, to be New York, right? exactly. You can yeah. you can be, you know, it can, it can be pretend at that point. Uh, yeah. But Japan, but if not, they're, if not they're not filming in Japan, then it's likely it yeah. could be a flashback, or it could yep. be, a, um, or he gets out of New York and he goes to Japan, and then the the movie takes. The rest of the movie takes place over there. Yeah. Um, so I have no idea what it means by uses the service industry. I don't know if he's like getting jobs at like fucking McDonald's or some shit. I don't know what the hell that's supposed what to mean. What is that? Say that again. Because it says John uses the service industry to stay alive as he fights and kills his way out of New York City. So I don't <laughs> like he's he's been revoked from the yeah the services of the of the Continental. Yeah. So the service industry, I just, I don't even know what that means. Like, yeah, like no uh, not a clue, but uh, maybe, maybe there's like a whole nother branch or something in Japan. Maybe there can... are a whole group of excommunicado agents that mm. probably not a lot of them, but maybe there's like a, mm. uh, a little group of them that, yeah. that uh, helps them out. People who have also landed themselves in similar situations or something. I don't know, but yeah, maybe he goes and gets a couple of friends and they fight back and they try and take out the leaders of whatever. Oh, I'm sure he's going to call in some favors. 
You know would be you know what would have been super dope. What is is if if and I'm sure it's gonna be dope regardless. So yeah. I'm just I'm just throwing out my own. But my it own would be super here. dope if. All right, it's gonna be super dope. But what would be even super doper would be <laughs> if if Keanu Reeves, if John Wick, okay, if the whole synopsis was all right, he's gonna go back to the Continental, okay, and kill his way up to the top. To uh. take out whoever's there. So he's got to go through all of the different assassins uh. on different levels. So we've got like a raid or a diehard type shit where a piano, uh. it's, it's very fo- it's very focused so they could put a ton of money into special effects and they don't have to go to big, crazy, Dude, exotic locales you know be and super just rip through the fucking building. If they one-taked it like it was the protector. They probably could do something like that, The bone-breaking montage of the protector, but John Wick, where he's going up the tower one floor at a time, just fucking people's days up. I want to... You know what? I mean, it's not like one and two didn't have long takes. I'm just excited to see these action scenes, because they're just so damn good. Keanu is just such a god, and to be able to do wide-angle action shots and do like longer uh longer cuts is just it's just fire it's it's i'm it's ready amazing. for it i hope i hope it's good and i hope they end it right there at number three and just be done with it that would be ideal yeah uh <laughs> i'm not convinced that's but gonna if they be make the case. shit tons of money you better be damn sure there'll be a john wick <laughs> it's <four>. coming back <laughs> absolutely so that one is the john last i've done reinstated or he becomes the new like grandmaster of the fucking continental or some shit or whatever the hell it would be he's the leader of the high table he starts his own fucking continental exactly with hookers and blow blackjack uh let's do some tech support mr black let's uh squeeze a couple of tech support things in we're making good time that's great news uh here's a very important question this is a socially uh, a socially important question. I'm going to, I'm going to say this is something that that most most people our age probably have thought about at least once. Comes in from Billy Button, who is a ninety dollar lifetime supporter. Thanks. He Billy. asks, "Who wins in a boxing match between Bob Ross and Mister Rogers?" Bob Ross. I agree. I agree. I think Bobby's got him. I think Bobby's like a sleeper car. I, I think I think Bobby probably has probably knew how to throw. Well, he was in the, he was in the army, right? Yeah, he was he was he was there. He was a sergeant, yeah. so he's got to so. have some sort of combat experience. And uh, I'm going to say Mr. Rogers, being a like Presbyterian minister, probably not all that adept at hand to hand combat. Nope. Uh, so I agree. Uh, also, I'm going to give it up for the uh, the Afro, and I'm going to say that if it ever happened, I would have to have the ready-to-rumble music in the background uh, to complete the ensemble. Uh, what else we got here? Hmm. I don't think I've ever had anything major happen here, but I'm going to ask you just in case, because maybe you have a story. This comes in from either Nob or Noby. Lifetime supporter, 60 bucks. Thank you, sir. Thank you, man. Said, uh, what is the most annoying or disrespectful thing that a guest has ever done in your home or that you have ever done in someone else's home? Have you ever, have you ever had somebody, a guest, at your house and they just do some disrespectful shit? Um, well, I guess, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I, I would say... 
probably the worst I've had somebody steal from me. Oh, you know, yeah. So, it's true. Uh, I've had I've had stuff stolen. Was from that my just house. A, was that just a person that was over for like dinner and all of a sudden they're jacking your shit or like what are we talking about here? Yeah, I mean I don't want to say the person's name. Well, no, I don't expect um, that. But I know I know who stole from me, mm. and um, this person was over my house quite a bit. Okay. And uh, once once I realized he stole from me. Uh, which was money, by the way. It wasn't mm. like it wasn't, and it wasn't even a significant amount of money, but it was stolen nonetheless. Mm. Um, that was it. He was never in my house ever again. Excommunicado, so yeah. to speak. Yep. Which I think is pretty. I mean, listen, if you're going into somebody's house and you're invited, like if somebody invites you in their home, yeah, and you're gonna steal from them, you're a piece of shit. Like you're just it's pretty you're much just a you're just a piece of shit. I mean. Uh, that's really that's really about it. I mean, I guess like the, the 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 lighter thing like would be, you know, somebody, jeez, like smoking in my house or something. You know, I had mm. an apartment. I had an apartment, and um, you know, it was a bunch of young guys, and we were all drinking and stuff. But you know, one dude just like lit a joint up in my in my apartment without like my permission uh, you know? it would have been one thing if if you would have just asked and I, I would have still said no i would have been like just going on the back patio and smoke but you know just decided while i was in the bathroom come back out and he's just smoking a joint in my living room it's like what the fuck are you doing man <laughs> so you know i know that's not as serious but i guess it's kind of disrespectful for, for me like, that would be that would piss me off quite a bit too i mean it, it might not be serious to some people but if you're gonna smoke in my home without asking me i'm you know that's no yeah yeah that's a no fly zone. on top of that right yeah exactly just lingers like it, uh, it's terrible it takes yeah, forever to get the smell of that shit out uh yeah. out of the place um yeah, I don't think, I don't think I've ever had too much. I mean, people. Well, I, when I was younger and I had people over, I had I had uh, some of the kids steal shit. When I was younger, oh, but like I was still living at home game or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. but when I you know since I've moved out and, and stuff, I don't think I've had too many instances because yeah. most of the people that I invite over the house are, are you know friends friends of mine feel like friends. fifteen fifteen yeah. years or some twenty years. Nobody's yeah. really doing shit. That's you know. I mean, the, my pet peeve is when people uh, come over, the guys come over, and uh, and they just uh, stand up and, 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 and take a piss in my bathroom, but they don't fucking clean up proper after themselves. That's probably my pet yeah. peeve, because for me, when I'm over somebody else's house, uh, I don't, I sit, because I think of in my back of my mind, I don't want, you know, it's one thing for me to be cleaning my own piss off the walls and the toilet yeah. and shit. I don't yep. want to think about the fact that I'm cleaning up somebody else's piss and shit off my walls. I don't. Yep. I don't. I just don't want to think about it. So I, I, I do them the service of just, you know, sitting my tall ass down taking a piss, uh, and I don't mind if if people stand up and take a piss in the house. But you know, put both seats up, not just one. Yeah, and if there's some splash, get rid of it and fucking wipe that shit up. It's your yeah. own piss. Just fucking wipe that shit up and and don't and you know don't yeah. leave it or some shit. Uh, you know, that, that, that's just like a, a pet peeve of mine, but nobody's really, cause I have a very small circle of close friends and so nobody's fucking shit up. So it's not yeah, like, like I have all the guys come over for yeah. UFC and nobody does like everybody's super respectful, right? Like everybody's super respectful. Yeah, exactly. Like, no one's going to, nobody's going to smoke in my, in my, in my house. You know, there's a door right there so they could go outside go and smoke a it. joint or smoke cigarettes or whatever. 
You know, I'm fucking cool. I, you do whatever you want there. And I've got an open bar here. Like, nobody has to ask me if they can go grab a beer on tap. There's a bathroom right there. You know, everybody's super chill. Um, no, nobody steals. Like, I have everybody that, that I trust in my home. And so th- that's just no problem. I yeah, mean, exactly, the older yeah. you get, the more you get rid of uh, flakes and, and just, you know, fucking yeah. people that are just... That are just there, you know, normally the people that are disrespectful to you aren't really your friends. Like sometimes you can get in arguments with your with your good friends or have, you know, uh, disagreements, but there's always that love there. Right. It's never like, yeah, well, of you know, course. it's never, you know, I, you know, I could be at Adam's house and we could get fucking in a fight and I'd be like, fuck you piece of shit. Like, go fuck off. And, and, but it'd be like, whatever, we get over it in 15 minutes or I'd fucking leave mad and then, you know. The next day, everything's cool. It's not like, hey, fuck you, and then smash your window or like fucking, <laughs> you know, shit in your bathroom without flushing or, you know, because, you know, most I like, people. I like, how, I like how break a window and shit in the bathroom without flushing are on the same, on the same playing field. It's like, yeah. fuck you. Yeah, Here's fuck $700, you Here's $700 worth of damage versus just taking a shit in your toilet and not flushing. Yeah. Yeah, get Smell fucked. my wrath, you fuck. <laughs> So, like, typically, the older you get um, and the more mature you get, just the less you have the patience yeah, to course. deal with fuckboys. Like, you're just like, you know what? You grow the fuck, fuck up? up. Grow up. Get yeah. the fuck out of here, dude. Just <laughs> yeah. go fuck yourself, you lazy piece of shit. Get out of my life because you're literally a weight that is just dragging me down. That's it. Like, don't go in my fridge and drink my milk, motherfucker. Like, go fuck <laughs> off. Uh, there's a couple like really out in left field ones here. Uh, oh, here's a well. Oh no, we've already answered that one in the past. Never mind. Uh, uh, we've already answered that one. But shoutouts to Toto Steel for being, uh, regardless, thirteen hundred lifetime supporter. So I'm not. I'm not. I can't get your questions in, but thank you. Uh, let's see. Ah, Fluffy Raven, $60 lifetime supporter. Growing up, I always dreamed of being good at drawing. I envy some of my friends who, uh, who are in my mind, in my mind, great artists. And even though, uh, I tried many times to get good at it, I just don't have that particular skill. Is there a talent or skill that you don't have, but you wish you had? Hmm. A talent or a skill? Yeah, like, is there just something that you wish that you were particularly, like, really good at that you just, that you aren't? Either because you've tried and you just can't seem to get a knack for it, or... I mean, yeah, I, 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 I naturally just want to say playing an instrument... Mm-hmm. But I also haven't really tried given anything any <laughs> serious try. And I feel like I'm musically talented enough that if I honestly sat down and, and tried to play a piano or a guitar or whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. I think I'd actually be pretty good at it. So I'm not going to say that just because I haven't given it a try. Um, one thing that I would like to be able to do is speak multiple languages. So, you know, I envy people that... Um, yeah, or bilingual, not just not just like French and English, but 
you know, being able to speak Spanish and, you know, French or... Well, we just don't have you know, the exposure here that even if you learned it, it's difficult to be able to use it enough to, yeah, keep, to, like practice. to keep good at it. Like, well, you could be... You, you could go and take university courses for two years to learn a language and, and be proficient at it. And then mm -hmm. just unless you went to the country and like lived there for a period of time or knew people in the, your general, maybe in your friend circle, you have like, like me, like, uh, like Hun or something. If you learn Korean or, mm -hmm. or something like that, or Gabs <laughs> with, with, uh, with Dutch, like to be able to use it, then you just yeah. forget, you just fucking forget. Uh, so it's difficult to be able to, uh, you know, to, uh, to keep it, but I agree. I would love to be able to, to to do that too. But it's also just difficult when you're older to find the time to be able to put enough hours into something like that. Um, on top of having someone else to be able to practice that with, mm -hmm. to make it happen. Um, if I had to pick something else, I mean, I don't know. I agree with the instrument thing. I mean, I've played instruments, and I I already know that if I put the time in, I'm 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 good there. It's just I'm just lazy as fuck. I just don't put the time into practicing instruments. And I didn't even do it when I played them. So, um, I wish, oh, I wish I was, let's, let's say, I'll, I, I wish that, well, no, I can't say that because cooking, I'm also not bad at. Let's, let's go with driving. I'm going to go with driving. I'm really, a driver? Uh, I'm, well, I'm a good driver if I'm going forward. The moment I have okay. to reverse, uh, I don't back into shit or anything necessarily, but I am horribly your brain uncomfortable. Just doesn't, yeah, your brain's just my, like my this brain is doesn't not, do it. This, this is this is not how we should be doing this. Even even <laughs> if I'm in a game and I'm reversing, I'm fucking terrible. Like they, like yeah, I have a third person bird's eye view of the shit, and I'm still fucking it up. Like there's something about going in reverse that my brain just does not fucking process. Mm. Forward, I can um. I'm good. I've gotten myself out of some crazy ass fucking situations, but thankfully I've been driving forward when that's been happening. If my ass had to go backwards, I'm in some shit. Time. It's bad. And it doesn't matter if I'm in a small car or a big car. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter the situation. Uh, I've, I, to try and practice with getting, getting used to it. I've gotten the habit of backing into my driveway instead of driving into it. And, um, I thought, you know, if I did that, maybe, with the intention of trying to be at the very middle of the driveway and, you know, being really pre precise about where I park the car, I get better and more comfortable with it. I've been doing that shit for like almost two years and, and I'm not any better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just not any better. I'm just fucking, I'm still like crooked as fuck or I think Adam's I'm half Asian. I think I'm where I am, but I'm not. And just, it's, it's, yeah, it's not great. I'm not, uh, I mean, I'm good enough that I don't, run into shit, but I don't feel comfortable doing it. And I wish yeah. that I was just comfortable doing that. Like, uh, yeah, I've never I, had I that know. problem. I don't mind. Like I'll go downtown and parallel park right between, and there'll be fucking traffic and I'll, and I'll fucking scoot mm. out and get in. Like that's just never I can, me. I can, I can parallel park. I'm not, I'm not the happiest man alive when I have to do it, but I can do it. But I'm not somebody that's going to, that like, I'm not so courageous. Like some people will parallel park if there's four and a half inches between the front and the back fucking bumpers uh, mm. of the cars that you're pulling in together. Like, I'll parallel mm. park if I've got, like, some decent room. I don't have to make a 46-point yeah. turn to get out of it. Like, I, like, I'm good with that. But there are some yeah. people, there, there's some crazy-ass motherfucking oh, parkers yeah. out there. And, oh, like, yeah. uh, and they'll do it on a hill, which is even crazier. You'll see people parallel parking, reversing uphill 
in between mm. these two cars they're just showing like off now no fucking room and I'm they're like just showing off I'm like bitch I can't even get my car to like smoothly reverse up the hill in a straight line let alone smoothly reverse Adam's up Adam's having a like, hard time getting into his driveway exactly bitch. what are you doing fuck making me look bad here that's Stop bad. And they the do madness. it like they do it, and they do it with like a, a Ford F three fifty diesel. I was <laughs> <laughs> just like, shit, it, it fuck does me. Yeah. I was just, I don't know how you do it. So yeah, there's there's that. Um, uh, and I wish I could drive stick, but I'm anatomically basically impossible. It's impossible for me to do it anyway. So maybe if if that was the case, I wish I'd be able to do it. I'm sure I would be able to do it, but I don't get the opportunity to really, <clears throat> really give her a go. Uh, one more. Uh, where was it? I had one here that was going to do. Since, oh, here we go. This comes in from Granddad's Belt. This is an interesting name. I'm not sure if he saw the bad end of Granddad's Belt a few times, but, uh, sure. I should say $200 lifetime supporter like a god. Mm. Since mm. it's the glorious year of 2018, is there anything that you look forward to happening or what would you like to get done or accomplish this year? So just 2018, mm. what are you hoping, you know, what, what's something you're looking forward to or you're looking forward to accomplishing or, or what? Anything in particular? In 2018. You know what? I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to trying to figure out what I want to do with the rest of my life. Mm. Um, Cause that's, that has been my demon for the last three to six months since mm. September, October. Um, I've been yeah. there for about three years now. So welcome to the club. It's not a great club. Don't <laughs> spend as much time there as I have. No, no, I definitely not, won't spend as much time there as you. It's not a membership that anyone should have. You should probably, no, you know, no, it's, club it's med a, or some shit would be better. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like a, just like a small, you know, one year membership. Yes. And then just doesn't auto renew. Get you in have and out. To, yeah, just, it, it just, it's in and out. Yeah. Take that credit card off. So that's, that's it for me. If you want to just get real about it, like I gotta, mm. you know, I'm just, um, yeah, it's not that I'm not happy or whatever. It's just, um. I, I, we've been doing this. I'll speak for me. I've been doing this for a long time Mm. and I've done very well for myself and I, and I don't have the pressures of having to do it the way I used to, which is scary because when, when there is freedom involved, um, you know, you, it, it becomes very easy to become complacent and lazy. Lack of drive becomes a problem. Exactly. Yeah. And I've always been the person that has always had kind of goals. I've always been moving towards something and and for the first time in my life I, I don't have any of that um so my biggest thing is just trying to figure out what I want to do I actually uh yesterday I almost signed up for my real estate course I was like mm. I filled everything out and I just hovered over the submit literally hovered over the submit button I said just wait till Monday and and really think this through. So I, I think ultimately I am going to take that that course and just get my my license um, just to have it. Not because I want to go sell houses, but just because I want to I want to have it. I want to have a feel productive in some way. Mm. And then also when I buy properties for investment purposes, I can get some kickbacks and I can know the 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 ins and outs, like what's coming on the market first. And I can help family and friends and uh, things like that. So, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, I might end up doing that, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. And, and uh, on the other serious note is, um, I would like 
for me to be able to um, be ready for kids. Mm. Um, you know, I've been thinking more and more about having kids uh, lately. I don't know if it's just because I've been with my family so much or because I finally am in a place where I don't have something that I'm working towards where I feel like I've your, always... Your mind is being occupied by other things Well, that now. too, yeah. but I've always put off having kids because of work or because mm-hmm. of um, goals, personal mm-hmm. goals mm-hmm. that I've set mm-hmm. myself. And it's like, now that I've done all those things, it's like, uh, I feel like, you know, I'm 31 years old is probably, is probably time. You know, I've been with the same girl for over 10 years. She's my wife. We love each other very much. We're both ready to have kids. We're in a, we're in a financial situation where it makes sense to finally have kids. Uh, you know, we're getting older. I don't want to be 60 years old and have a, you know, 15 year old running around the house. So, you know, I, I, and that's I'm like, not and saying, that's, and that's unfortunately a real, like a harsh reality, right? These days, because it's, it takes people so much longer to get financially stable, to have kids. Yeah. Yeah. That, you so, know, you know, and that's, that's, that's it for me. Like I, I, I'm not saying this and like, Oh yeah, Jeff's trying to have kids right now. That's not it. Wife's still on birth control and it's all there. But I think mentally I would love for me to, to give up whatever I'm fucking holding on to. Yeah. Uh, where I'm just going, you know what? You're fucking ready. You know, as I am ready, it's just, there's, I'm scared. Like it's, I don't know what I'm scared about, but, um, you know, it's there. So I think those are two big things for me trying to figure out what I want to do with the hopefully remainder of, you know, 60 years I have plus on this, oh, we'll say 50 years plus <laughs> that I have on this earth. Gonna go real um, hard in the last decade, you know, just, or or at least or at least like you know the next twenty five years of my working life, your working you know? life, yeah, yeah. What am I gonna what, what am I gonna do with myself, or at least pay, path something out? Yeah, because yeah. I know there's a ton of people that that watch my stream all the time, and they're like, hey, you know, I'm twenty five or I'm or I'm thirty years old, and I I I don't I don't really have anything. Like I haven't started my my life yet, you know. I've, yeah. I've made a lot of mistakes or I've procrastinated or I've been lazy and now I'm mature enough to figure out like I want to do something. So I'm kind of like in that headspace but just past where that it's like I'm uh, I'm almost back to where I was when I'm when I was 22. But the circumstances are different. Well, I mean, I have to, those be, same to be feelings, but to be yeah, different. to be fair, like, uh, and I talked about this. I talked about this in like that rant about housing prices and how it affects everything, right? Uh, is that yeah. actually plays in here where uh, people's careers and lives don't really kick off until much later than they used to, yeah. uh, and uh, so even and and to put that in further into perspective is that even in our situation where given the the market and how it was when we started this whole endeavor uh we both financially did way better than than the vast majority of people uh and so we were ahead of the game yeah. in that regard and yet it still didn't kick off any real really any earlier for either of us like it, like it's um yep. it's just that's just reality is it just it takes longer now the average i i saw a statistic the average age of parents starting families now in North America somewhere around 35 years old. Woo! That's the median age. Wow. 
Um, yeah. and that's and that's because of a number of reasons financially. Probably most of those uh, people otherwise. are are or more mature and responsible than not not saying sure. that if you're 22 and you're you're yeah, popping you up kids, have kids, but typically yeah. those are like mistakes, you know. Most people or that are ambitious, you know, yeah. most people that are like really career focused, um, or want to or want to have that that foundation, you know, they want to have the house, they want to have the. The, the, this this foundation I'm only speaking for myself right I just yeah, would yeah. never have kids if I didn't have a place that I could raise them in I just wouldn't I just, uh, you know some people they're like we don't I don't want a house I'm like hey man that's that's your life and that's cool but I think yeah, yeah. most people because it's so much harder to earn good money or to get a career started or to get your life going that people are having kids later because it's just it's tougher out there now yeah. it's just the times have changed even from fucking 15 years ago. And, and for me, and for, and for me too, it's, it's a matter of, and, and even when I'm ready to have, and I have the house and everything, uh, a challenge for me is going to be the work life balance of, you know, can I be home enough and present enough in a child's life to, to make it worth, you know, having yeah. a kid right now? Like that will be one of the questions that go through my <laughs> mind. That's not to say I'm never going to have kids because I want to have kids. But the that will be a forefront thing because people are working like some fucking crazy hours these days, uh, and uh, unlike unlike many places in Europe, we don't have the greatest maternity and paternity leave system over here. We're still no. living in 1943 uh, in regards to that that those systems, and so, um, it's yeah, it's 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 fucking challenging. Like uh, our buddy, uh, Crimp. Mm-hmm. As the name I'll use, I guess, for the for the, the purposes of this, uh, has number three on the way, just announced. And uh, God damn, yeah, man. dude, three, yeah, three, one year after the other, bingo, bango, bongo. crazy motherfuckers, man, what three. the sweet mother, and only just, and 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 uh, and thankfully, I'm so happy he got that crazy raise that crazy promotion into the position yeah. that he's in, like the stars and moons fucking align like a son of a bitch oh, because they just he was still on the old uh, on the old rip, funds rip rip <laughs> rip so rip. and you know they just signed off on their first house just also oh, in like the last yeah, awesome, like dude. two yeah. weeks so like or in the last few days so like but but it, <laughs> i just i couldn't even imagine because he works a lot to make that like the position, the position that he got as good as it is that he got it, and he desperately needed that to happen for having three kids. Holy shit! Um, you know, you're talking about a dude who's who's going to be working between fifty and seventy hours a week. Yep. Uh, and, and and it's, because, it's our hours, but not at home. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's and, it's, and it's in, and it's in a, in a retail environment, so you're there on weekends. You know, yep. uh, you know, you you don't always have your weekends to yourself, and that's a difficult for me personally. That would be a difficult decision for me because, um, you know, uh, my dad worked and my mom stayed home, but dad dad had a, uh, a you know an a, a nine to five, I guess you'd call it, a, uh, mm-hmm. whatever. Monday to be, Friday, and he'd government be home. Job. Yeah, exactly, government job. Yeah. Uh, so he was he was home enough at that case, but that's not a particularly common job anymore. Nine to five, yeah, Monday dude. to Friday, weekends off, you know, mm-hmm. whatever vacation time. That's not that's not as common anymore. So that would be yeah difficult for uh, for me. Uh, Fortunately, our plan is if we do have kids and Kaylee gets pregnant, it's mm. it's okay after four months. 
you're going to go on mat leave just yeah. straight up. I don't yep. want you because uh, the, the work that she does is absolutely I mean, increased screaming. risk like, of early, uh, early yeah. labor. Yeah. Not only is it stressful, but she's picking people up and turn people. So it'd be like four months tops. You're going on mat leave. Suck the mat leave life out for as long as you can, which I think is like up to a year. Yep. Um, and then after the year, quit your job. Yep. You're staying at home. Yep. That's it. <laughs> you're and staying you're at home. And you're that's, lucky to be in the financial position yeah. to be able to do that, right? Because yeah, that's that's even more rare is to be able to have a single income yeah, cover a family. It's like yeah, yeah. It, it, there, almost there is impossible no, now. Unless she is like after like three, four years, she's like, I need to get the fuck out of this house. Then by all means, go work. All right, fine. <laughs> uh, but, you know, quit. You're done. This this work you're doing is too much. You can't do this till you're sixty. You're done. Yeah, Bye-bye. well, exactly. You wear yeah. wear yourself out. I mean, for oh, yeah. so for me in 2018, uh, I'm already doing part of the biggest one, and that's moving the fuck out of this place. Yep. Uh, which is going to be great. Downsizing, which is also great. I felt like I've owned too much shit for a really long time, and this is like forcing me to have to actually shed a lot of excess stuff that I've accrued over time. Because when you when you when you ha- when you live in a space, when you have the space, you tend to just habitually fill it, fill it with stuff. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're just junk, yeah. just shit you just yeah. don't uh, need. So uh, like, like wow, well, I don't. I remember buying this like three years ago. I never used. Absolutely, and and yeah. I just uh, I was like, fuck me, what am I doing here, right? And I was just, uh, but I was, I was so happy that uh, you know the buddy of mine had had that. Uh, well, I'm not, I'm not happy because it, it meant <laughs> not happy. The relationship stopped. He had, but. yeah, he had to, he had to have his relationship stop for this to happen. But, uh, on the other side of things, it, it opened up this opportunity. You're and, the rebound. And yeah, we're the rebound and it is, it is there. All that rebounds going right into my pocket. Yep. There's a, a lot of money being saved for that. So that's, that's something. So I want to start putting money away for, for a house or at least just putting money away period. Cause I haven't been doing that. So I want to be able to have. Um, money put away because I haven't been able to do that for years. So that's going to allow me to do that and work towards a house, etc. Um, and then I'm also in the midst of trying to figure out what to do. You know, the 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 hereafter of of the online gaming career stuff. Uh, trying to to decide how to how to tackle that. So trying to suss out what what work. Uh, I can get my hands on and utilize my degree and and uh, try and figure out a schedule to still do what I'm doing right now because it'd be stupid to walk away from it because uh, I do get uh, I, I do make great money doing this but yeah, it's we'll not going to last do this but, but it's, it's not, not going to last gonna be forever it, 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 it can't yeah. last forever and even if it yeah. does last forever the magnitude in which the 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 money is coming in um is not enough to sustain a family and certainly won't be in the future. Like they will, it's not like, it's not like we're going to have when we're 35, 40 years old and we're still doing this podcast and some people are somehow listening to it and, and we're not going to suddenly blow up and be, have a ninja status fucking like upgrade. This is not going to (laughs) happen. It's likely to at, in a perfect world, it goes nowhere. It just just fucking (laughs) just stagnate straight line, but you know, it's going to go down a bit, but that's fine. And you have to, you know, I have to realize that. So I have to start now while I, I, uh, while I still can, you know, uh, apply my, my degree appropriately. 
Um, so that's that's also something in the next you know 365 days to tackle uh, to to sort that out uh, and and get that. Uh, what a difference! What a difference our conversations are from now and where they were seven years ago. You know, well, it's, seven years uh, is a long time, especially when you're in your twenties. It's a long time for sure, but it's just crazy. Uh, it sucks. Like it's, I mean, it's. Good, I really, but it I can sucks. tell you right it's now just, that I, I, with the passion of a thousand burning suns, do not want to work for uh, work for somebody. I just don't. I, I want to work yeah. for me. Yep. That's it. I don't want to work for somebody else. I mean, it's 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 really uncommon to find a boss that you don't want to strangle. It's just it's just <laughs> and magnified by a thousand times for me. I have a real yeah. problem with working for people that I think I can do their job or do it better. And whether I'm right or wrong, that's a personality yeah. thing. Something I have to deal with, but it's hard for me to do that shit. And then and also, you've been your own boss for so long that it's you know I'm never going back. Like yeah. I'm never, I am never. It's it's, a, it's the working it was, for somebody else. What's really challenging for me is the vacation time. Not that I've taken a lot of vacation time in the last seven years. In fact, I've taken almost zero vacation time. I think I think mm. I had a couple of years where I had like a week stretch where I'd go down to my grandmother's for like yep. seven days with dad to help him do some work on the house or some shit, and then yep. that would be it. And then I'd be right back into it. And I have a day here and a day there. And Christmas, obviously, was a time both you and I would take like two weeks through mm-hmm. the, the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. It was just there wasn't really yep. anything. Uh, and, and so it's not necessarily that, that, that getting downgraded to what two or three weeks of paid vacation uh, in, in a year it's the process of having to schedule that shit ahead of yeah, time, it's the freedom. fighting it's the freedom with other people. Yeah. So, because right now, as it stands, when like this Saturday, mom got invited to a wedding. And in order for that to happen, I need to go and nanny sit. And I can do that because I'm my own boss and I can make that shit happen. I just say yes. I don't even have to think about it. I just say yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I'll be there. I can do that. Yeah. I will be there. And she could have yeah. told me that. The same fucking day, and I could yep. just go ahead and be there for the family and do what needs to be done. The moment yep. I step into somebody else's office, I need to know that shit like two weeks to a month in advance, and yep. I still am not guaranteed that I'm going to get the time that I want to have off, which is just, that's just shit. It sucks. <laughs> it's just yeah. shit, right? It's garbage. Um, yeah, it's horrible. So, but, uh, but you know, the, the challenge is, so the challenge will be, if I go back to the workforce and work for somebody else, is is the balance of, uh, you know, benefits that they're providing versus the salary and, uh, and the hours that I'm going to have to work, uh, mm-hmm. to be able to also do this on the side, because supplementing pretty much any job with what I'm doing now is going to be better than me dropping this cold Turkey, only doing the podcast and then we're going to work in somewhere. I'll probably lose out on a huge fucking huge chunk of money, uh, especially here in Nova Scotia, because the pay here is Garbage. Hot garbage. So, yeah. uh, you know, I thought about, for example, the the uh, the real estate thing, but that's tough. And uh, well, what's nice about that, and what's what's intriguing for for me, yeah. is uh, is is I can do it whenever I want. Still, you know, yeah. it's like you know, if I if I have a client, like say, you know, I, I want to take some, obviously. I'm gonna have to put them first because I'm I'm making that commitment. Yeah. But I can also know when I do want to have that those moments of being busy and when not to be busy, which is which is nice. It's just good to have that because you are technically working for 
a realty a realtor company, but you're yeah. still it's like contract work. You're not if you don't want to show up, you're just not going to get paid, right? Yeah, um, of course. So that that's what's intriguing about it for me. It's like, hey, you know, I can still stream, do YouTube as much as I want, and or as little as I want, and then I can also sell a house or two, you know, because Obviously, for me, we for need me, our like, own HGTV show. Oh, where I'm we down. where we flip. The more houses. It's just, you know, that's, we'll, we'll write you into the family by name and okay. uh, it'll just, you know, obviously that, what need, remember we talked about that like five years ago? We did. We did. We were like, we should just like, we record it and we'll flip houses and fucking like put it up on you YouTube. You want to know? I would fucking still do that, man. <laughs> I, I know would, you would. I would do, dude, if you were like, yo, Jeff, I've been, I've been at, I've been at Joel's now for, <laughs> for a little while. And I've saved some money. All right. I've got ten, twenty thousand dollars The house market here is so shit. We'd be flipping like the crappiest fucking house <laughs> and making like four houses. grand. Be <laughs> like, listen, all right, we're gonna let's let's pool some money together. Let's grab a house and let's flip this bitch. Oh. And you wanna know, know what's crazy about it too? Is my dad knows knows how to he's a contractor so oh, the guy sure. can build he can do whatever sure and your dad is like a fucking carpenter god is he's so a like, finished work and 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 we got i mean it, it's like a match made in heaven right Joel's it's like a, everybody Joel's wins. a carpenter a framer and an electrician now so we've we, we got we've got a lot i mean we've got we've, we've got, got, got the whole down. gauntlet you know uh, we've already got the cameras and the microphones I would just have to, I just have to go back to school and get like the proper full on, not just real estate license, but we need a broker license or some shit to make that happen. Unless we, unless, unless we were just doing with real estate, because you can flip houses that just have real estate license. Yes. uh, We would just not make as much money, but in the market here, I don't know if a broker license would really make you any extra money. Like the extra paperwork that you would have to do as your own broker would probably not even be worth the time. For the the extra money, so you're just better off going with like one of the actual real estate companies. But yeah, yeah. I mean that's. I think Gabs is saying I would decorate because Gabs has been interesting in doing uh, interested in doing interior uh, design. It's like we have the whole setup. It's already there. It's right? already there. It's all. It's already there. You just got to find the right place, dude. I think <laughs> honestly, now that I'm talking about it, I, like, <laughs> am I, I talking you into it right now? Yeah, dude. I would actually do it. Like, and not not as like a career where we're going. Yeah, this is the next phase of lag TV. But, oh my but god! For, but for the lulls, <laughs> literally for the lulls, if we went and we bought like a hundred and fifty thousand dollar house. And put like twenty, thirty thousand dollars into it, and flipped it, and made content, and just did it to, to like just to see what the. F- I mean, worst case scenario is would likely like break even. You know what I mean? It, oh it would be like God. it would just be funny for the experience, but it'd be like one of those things where the shit might actually uh, might work. It, it might actually work, right? And it'd be cool content too. Mark, like, Mark, uh, said, Mark has the name already. It said "Life's a Flip TV." Woo! <laughs> HGTV, sign us up. <laughs> sign us the fuck up. I'm ready oh, to buy crack houses. So, well, that's pretty much all we could buy here. Shit, it'd be friggin' like that's the problem. Uh, there's, with, that's the problem there with Nova Scotia. There's, like, there's, there's, some, a, there's some, but there's it, there's not a lot. It's for, tough. for honestly, where the money's at right now here is um is building. So you just basically buy, a lot you buy land yeah. and you and you buy and you build, yeah. you know, uh, a building or you build, uh, you know, semi detached houses or whatever. And yeah, then you exactly. flip them there. Yeah. That's that's where you can make some some good coin. Um, you know, there's still flippable opportunities, but you got to really search for them. You get and you got to you got to know the market like you got to 
You got to well, just yeah, know the shit, right? Yeah, of course. But I would, I dude, I you know me, I'd be fucking down for just just for the lulls of it, just for if the lulls I, of it. If I could, it's like ten grand. We both chuck in ten, ten, twenty thousand dollars. Be like, you know what? Fuck it. Just try it out. What's the worst that's gonna happen? You know, we can't sell the place, and Adam has to move into it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what's the what's the worst that's gonna happen? You know? Like, I think I think the the challenge would be would be that when you have a license and you're doing that shit is just like the amount of money that you pay to just have a fucking real estate license is just so yeah stupid. I mean, it's you're gonna spend a couple thousand dollars a year really to yeah. keep everything up and running. But ultimately, you know, you sell one house or you make one deal, it, it pays for it itself, right? Yeah, it's exactly. Just, you know, for me, it's like whatever. I'm I'm doing. I'm gonna. I'm now that I'm more and more talking about. I'm gonna do the fucking course. <laughs> it's just an online course. Like you know, I can fit it into the schedule. It's not really. Uh, like I talked myself out of it, but if we if if we we can talk about this more off off the stream. But if, if we like, I I I consider it if only because it would also give me an opportunity to to use Dad's brain more. Uh, where if we yeah. were flipping houses, have him come in, and I can learn more from him in that environment than I could. Yeah, just building Same with random my dad, shit. Dude. Yeah. Like, the, the if, and how cool would that be for the HGTVs? The boys, the, the kids with the money, the dads with the brains. You know, we we set it up. They create the vision. We cash out. <laughs> we get all Life's the rewards. The TV. Yeah. We cut it. We, we break them off a percentage of the profits. Oh dude, my god! That's the, that's the show right there. Oh, Nova Dad and Papa Bouse. We'll get we'll get Mark to do all the videography and we'll put it up on Eastlink TV and uh, uh, we'll we'll make we'll make a fortune. You want to know what's funny too is is I know the guys over at Eastlink TV were um, the because I know I know the dudes that that do all the wrestling stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they've got all the connections and are always looking dude, for programs get, to put on there. You can get some kind of okay dude, budgets. The grants, dude, the grants that they the get for, for, for making that shit. Dude, the 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 province here <laughs> throws money at ideas. Yeah, they throw it at ideas. They're like, yeah, you know, we can do three thousand dollars an episode. Exactly. Like, God damn! <laughs> you want to give us a a ten episode deal, man? You know, make the banners, <laughs> set up the logos. Let's go. We got cameras ready. Action. Yeah, exactly. That's the deal, boys. That's the deal. Maybe Done. that's the next. Maybe that's the next uh, thing, there, guys. We've already got the audience too. That's an easy pitch. That's right. That's an easy. That we be we would be more popular than every show on that shitty channel. <laughs> right off the bat, just right out the gate, we 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 just smack them all. They'd be doubling our. Uh, they'd be doubling our fucking our budgets. It'd be like, oh, three thousand. Give them seven thousand a pop. Like, uh. damn. Okay. That's our down payment for the houses. We could be playing the HGTV thing all day. That would be the that would be the show. Is if you get if you get like enough of a budget where half of the fucking down payment is covered by the oh, by the oh, season then cost. Then it's actually a no brainer. Then, then, then it's, it's easy. Like, then it's just. Then, then it's, it's easy. Just, yeah. Then, oh, then it's just yeah. Maybe that's what it's we like, should do. Is we should we should get the get the whole idea and pitch it and say, all right, you know, twenty twenty we'll rolls it. around. We start this up. How much of a budget are you gonna are you willing to give these two guys to do this shit right now? We got we got a oh. cameraman on lock. We got it oh. all set up. We got an editor. We've we got an, editor. Got an editor. We're good. We have a budget to pay these people. We all we we're got down. Our, we got our dads. We got our like, old. Yo, we, got our t- we got our old men. Yeah, come yeah, on in like, and yo, do this dads. shit. Yo, we've got three thousand dollars an episode for the budget. Yo, pops, we'll each give you three hundred dollars an episode. All right, that you know <laughs> that'll that'll make you happy. Come in and do your thing. Oh, Mark yeah. worked there for eight years. Are you serious, dude? Mark's been in the in the TV shit for for he's been in the game, bro. Mm, he's our gateway. 
He's <laughs> well, he's working the government now. He's smart yeah, about it. Now yeah, he's working yeah, the government. Yeah. yeah. Well, but still, still, he know he knows the shit. He could we make it. he could he could make an epic uh, TV show. Oh, absolutely! Uh, make it make it look nice with the editing. Absolutely, that's it, flip boys. This, that's flip this crack house coming to you, twenty twenty. Hell yeah! I'm, what? I'm, or this dude, instant Bob Deal is this old house? It's this old crack house. Don't even get me excited, bro. Don't even, <laughs> don't even get me excited, dude. It would be dude, it'd be fun. Like it would be an episode of just going out and scoping places, crunching the numbers. <laughs> You know, fucking, can we do this shit? It'd be just hilarious. People would be watching to see if we lose money. You know what I mean? Uh, They'd be like, are these motherfuckers going to lose money on this deal? I'd be all stressed out and shit. <laughs> be like, oh, fuck, we're over budget, boys. We'll be going to Home Depot. We'll be buying fucking tiles and fucking all this other stuff. You know, you got gabs there. No, no, that don't look good. <laughs> This don't match with this color. It's like, well, we ain't got you on payroll yet, woman. Take a chill here, all right? We're balling on a budget as long, as long as she's not like some of them on those shows where it's like, all right, look, I know that we're already pushing the maximum, <laughs> the maximum for this area right now. We're already hit it. But what if we put in this granite countertop for like 13 mm. grand? Yeah. Like, well, I was actually settled on courts, but you know, <laughs> are you sure we're going to get the money back? No, but it would look nice. So let's just it do it. Really nice. <laughs> Now, remember, Jeff and Adam, the kitchen sells the properties. Every time. You don't want to skimp on the kitchen. See that $20 backsplash you're going to put on there? Uh, Unacceptable. Let's up it to $10,000, and I'm telling you right now, it's going to look incredible. We actually (laughs) just took a giant chunk of granite, and we single-pieced the backsplash into the countertop, into the cupboard faces. It's all one piece. Yes. We even got granite hookups. We've got it all, Ben. We're ready. We're ready to rock. <laughs> well, on that on that note, you have a movie to get to that you should probably start getting. Yeah, I gotta for. leave in like twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah so uh, we'll we'll do that uh, now that you've heard the uh, the genesis of this old crack house. Uh, you can you can brace for that coming soon in twenty twenty. <laughs> this old crack house. Uh, I'm sure somebody would take it up, ladies and gentlemen. Time to shout out our Patreon producers: Jetrix, Postal Panda. Chico, Frycy, Derek P, Naley, Adam B, Jamaican J, Jorbok, Toto Steel, and, and uh, Matthew W. I feel like I'm missing somebody because that's not the updated one, so I'm going to go to the website just to double check. Oh, uh, yeah. Jetrix, Jetrix is still the... Jetrix, you should yeah, fund just- this, this old crack house. We should get Jetrix as an executive producer <laughs> on this old crack house. It's done. <laughs> Postal Panda, Chico, Derek P, Naley, Adam B, Jamaican J, Jorbach, Toto Steel, Matthew M. Thank you, everyone, for that. People started to get their uh, their 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 swag. We the small packages have arrived. I don't know if the big packages have yet, but we had some stickers showing up in people's uh, people's doorsteps. Uh, so that stuff is getting mm-hmm. out to you guys. Uh, it just took uh, uh, a, a small year. a small time, <laughs> small time frame. It's a small loan of a million dollars. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're out of here for the, this week. Thank you so much for listening and uh, watching. As always, you can head on over to technicalalpha.audio uh, to keep up with these episodes. Uh, get your RSS feed links. Uh, we're on iTunes and everything else. We'll uh, tour probably sometime in the towards the summer when I've uh, moved in. I have some more time. 
and I'll be doing other things uh, with the, the podcast. We'll try and get it onto Spotify as well. But for now, we uh, you can go to technicalalpha.audio to find out where you can see our stuff. Head on over to patreon.com slash technicalalpha if you want to uh, support us in this crazy, crazy thing called Technical Alpha. And until we see you next week, which should be back to the same or the usual time, yeah, uh, usual day, short of uh, something else cropping up, have, uh, have a good one, and we will see you very soon. Peace.